Hey everybody, what's going on? It's Friday. Yep. It's my favorite show of the week. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yes. because this is the show where we drink and interact and we can talk about anything. It's basically Open Lines Friday. Yeah, it's just um, really fun. Yep, we can, <laughs> uh, it, it could be anything. We could talk about anything. Um, and um, of course, um, you can inspire the direction of the conversation. <laughs> By your fucking crazy ass comments in the comment section. Sure, I mean, you know. I see motorcycle Zach in there. Buell Zach, Zach on the Buell is in there. And Gay Zach is in there. Gay too. Zach and Buell Zach. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody has it. Well, you know, when when people have the same name, you have to yeah, you have to designate. Yeah, Buell Zach. We were talking today. He's uh, getting ready to come down here for Bike Week. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's coming up soon. Huh? Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna meet up 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 uh, with me at the Oasis. I might ride back with him to fucking to um, to see what's happening at in Bike Day, Week in Daytona. Daytona. Yeah, Daytona's how far from Eustace? It's about an hour ish. Oh, is that far? Hour and uh, maybe hour and fifteen. Okay. I thought it was about a half hour. No, because I worked in Daytona. Yeah. remember, and yeah. it took about an hour. It takes about an hour to get there. Yeah, but it's not a boring ride. It seems to go by pretty fast. Yeah, it's not too bad. Yeah, um, you know. Another thing up there. Um, Buell Zach is uh, on the way. The Cabbage Patch is there. Yeah, you can stop at the Cabbage Patch. That's the that's the fucking the the, the Astro Dome of fucking biker bars. There, that place is fucked up. Yeah, it's been there like forever. Been there forever. Yeah, yeah. I can I can hear your thing. It's like I can hear our voices like talking like five seconds hear behind. You yeah, can hear. I can hear it. You got that super hearing. I don't though. I'm actually yeah. kind of deaf. But I can just hear like coming from over there. He's got all week up there. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, Chris will probably be around on his fucking Triumph Rocket Three fucking superbike. It looks like something out of damn Akira. It's fucking wild. He's got that. He's got a big dog. Got a big dog chopper. I'll have to run up to the Oasis and hang out with you. Yeah. I don't usually go up there much because I got to drive. I don't got to. I don't got to. Yeah, Jen'll be with me probably. She wants to go. Yeah, he was up there. You were up at Oasis, not yesterday, but the day before yesterday. Yeah. What was it, Wednesday? Yeah. Yeah. You see, I don't have really any two up riders. Everything I have is a yeah. solo rider, so she's got to come in a car. Yeah. So yeah. he usually just goes up there and says he's up there. So and then I yeah. just drive up there. It's not that far. Uh. Uh-uh. But you know, uh, bartender Amy is wondering where I was. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, she's trying to get in the middle of a Tom and Jenny sandwich. <laughs> she's not ashamed of it either. No. She's, she's just like... Well. She'll show pictures and shit. And it's it's funny because she actually lives across the street from us. Yeah. <laughs> she's seen some of the stuff that we make, so the video, I showed it to her, and she's like, damn, I'm getting hot. I was like, she's going to be crawling in our yeah. window. She, said, she knows where we live. She said, she said, she said you tell Jen, you know, y'all know that I just live across the street from you. I ain't got nothing to do. <laughs> I ain't got nothing to do. I'll show her. I'll sh- if you come to Oasis, fuck. If you come to Oasis, uh, she'll be there. She and seems like there. she's always working there. Yeah, Every time yeah. I go there, she's there. Yeah, I'll show her to you. Oh my god, so funny. Yeah, there's some people I that whose names I haven't seen in a while. Karen's here, uh, listening from the UK, whilst babysitting my three-week-old grandson. Holy crap, that's a little little baby. Hey, I feel like I haven't seen you around in a while. I don't, maybe you have been, but I, you know, maybe I just didn't see the name in the chat. Uh, Danny says, what's the temperature in Florida right now? It's like 70. No, not right now. It's not. My computer says it's 48, but I don't know if that's accurate. 
It was actually kind of warm today because Tom went out on a ride and I think it was like 70 degrees. Yeah. That's Amy. Yeah. Yeah, she lives across the street, like on the farm across the street. Yeah. Across the street from our neighborhood. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I kept telling her, like, I said, you keep telling, yeah. you keep showing her, like, the, the yeah. porn and stuff. She's going to, like, come over here. Like, yeah. She loves Jen. She's, she's She loves Jen. She, she is so pretty. I'm going to get some of that. <laughs> <laughs> She try, she's the type that you'd be in fucking bed you hear her knocking on a window that's what I I'm said. coming in there y'all move aside y'all that's move aside cause she does so, yeah, yeah, she, does a, she just lives right there yeah she lives right there <laughs> I got some other one. fucking funny shit uh, it's just like yeah. that fucking way I can't see it there's her <laughs> it's all natural <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's funny as shit yeah <laughs> see there was another one that I had of her where I was fucking sitting there drinking and she was fucking with me <laughs> remember that I think it's, uh, it's in here I don't, somewhere I don't know I don't know what you're talking about let's fucking find it I might not have it anymore what was she doing this might be it right here. This is it right here. I can't see it. Oh, okay. I think. Yeah. She's over my fucking shoulder in there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I think fucking try, trying to strip and shit. I think he should. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sitting there taking a video, drinking, and she's over my shoulder fucking stripping. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty Yeah. She's, she's hilarious. She's very funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't think... You've never been to Bike Week, have you? Uh-uh. Well, no, I've been to Bike Week, but local Bike Week. But not, yeah. Not been, Daytona like, Bike not Week. Not Daytona Bike Week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I kind of had to go because I lived yeah. there, so... From, you know, the, the local riders here <clears throat> kind of see Bike Week as, like, tourist time. They don't so much go to um, Daytona, usually. They'll go to their local yeah. biker hangouts. And, you know, guys ride through there, too. yeah. And then they might they might take a ride up there and just show up, pass through, you know. Maybe they'll stop for an hour and drink a little bit. But then they come right back to their local bar. Yeah. Because their local bars, you know, the locals are there. Yeah, that's what everybody they know yeah. and stuff. Right. We see y'all as invaders. <laughs> we live there. You know what I'm well, I think, yeah, like a lot of people in Daytona, because like I said, I grew up in Daytona. I was born there. So I wasn't a biker or nothing. My dad kind of was for a little bit, but... Um, let me see. Oh, uh, Gabriel, uh, Gabrielle says, uh, hey, I love you guys. We love you too. Thank you. And, uh, Karen also says, hi, I love you guys. She's the one that's watching the, the baby. Okay, yeah. Yeah. She's been here before. Gabrielle sounds familiar. Yeah, Gabrielle Marie. Yeah, we, I've seen the name in the chat before. Yeah. We're all, we're all friends here in the chat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Zach says, hell yeah, I'm excited to meet you guys. My wife has been checking out your content too. She loves the topics. Who said this? Bulezak. Oh, Bulezak. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Listen to what I'm telling you. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to go to all messages. Yeah. If she if she's coming, he said she was coming? Um. Well, I don't know. He just she, said okay, my wife's been checking out right. the content. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think I said, um, I put um, in the, on Patreon and shit like that. Because normally I would do a poll. Like for whatever next week's topic is going to be, but I think I brought this up before because 
Um, our listener, Mutt, has sent us two books about this particular case. We're going to do a show about that, like, next week. So I didn't do a poll this weekend, but I'll go back to doing polls next week. Because I was like, if you went to all the trouble to send the books, then i got to read those and, you know what I mean? As soon as my uh, Instagram starts working, this fucking phone, I just reset it. It's, it's acting crazy. I'm going to show, uh, I'm gonna show uh, some of Zach Buell's fucking bikes and some of his riding. Zombie Morning says, greetings from Mexico. Love your movie reviews. Okay, thanks. Thank yeah. you very much. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, we got uh, got, a co- got a couple of uh, pretty important uh, show fans from uh, Mexico, namely uh, Khan of Atzlan. I've been friends with him <laughs> online for years now. We trade uh, pictures of girls' booties a lot, and it pisses our wives off. <laughs> well, as it would. <laughs> hey, man, it's a Latino thing. You know what I mean? They go, hey, man, here's have you seen that here, ass? Yeah, oh, I haven't seen that. It's the, the roundness, the firm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a whole Yeah, lot. it's just a thing we do. <laughs> Growing up in Brazil, it, it seeped into me. It's kind of like when you go in the grocery store and like feel all the melons. And yeah, feel the melons, yeah. You know what I mean? It's that yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> Yeah, Zach, uh, Buell Zach says, no, his wife's not coming. Okay. So, well, you know, you you boys are going to get in all kind of trouble no. here in Daytona. All kind of trouble. All right. Like I said, I can come up to, I can come up to Oasis and hang out for a little bit, but I'm not driving all the way to fucking Daytona. Fuck that. I'm trying to find I'm, some, I'm from there. <laughs> trying to find some cool videos. Zach. That's Zach's fucking 1190. I believe that's that. That's the one you bought, right, Zach? I think that's the eleven ninety. I think it's a Buell eleven ninety. Yeah, yeah, it is. He's got he's got a little fucking eye creature on it. <laughs> got a little creature. Yeah, and he's got a. Um, it's all carbon. That's like a carbon edition. And uh, that was a fucking badass bike. And there he is riding it. See, that's cool. Yeah. i got to get my camera set up. i got two action cams. Yeah, I just, you got all kind of cameras. Yeah. I don't know why you don't already Yeah. Them. Yeah. And uh, Buell Zach also has a, uh, a Buell um, XB12 SS. i got an XB9 SX and a XB9R, uh, excuse me, XB12R that I uh, converted into a, a lightning bolt, which is the front of it is a is a R and the back of it is a S. You have to know the the models to know what I'm talking about. But it's it, it's a good custom. There's more Zach. Looks like he's got the camera mounted on the rear. I know it's on somebody's helmet. Okay. Yep. Where's the, uh, I want to find his, uh, his SS. Let me, um, I need a, a pen because somebody recommended something for the yeah. show. I need to write it down over here for a second. There's Zach on his SS. Those are fun, man. I got that same bike. It's just shorter in, uh, 1,000 cc's. That's a 1,200 he's got. I got that same motor, that 1200, in my other bike. 
Jeffy Art says, love your in-depth on Epstein. That show did come out good, didn't it? Um, have you thought of looking into the Alex Murdoch case? Seems like a lot to unpack with that whole family. Um, I have not, but I'm going to write that down and we will do a show about that eventually. But yeah, I was like, you know, I can't believe it took us that long to do the show, the Epstein show. But Well, we had other things on the list and people were voting for other things. Yeah, I mean, it came out good, though. I really yeah. like how it came out. I was worried because I was like, oh my god, this is an enormous fucking case and it's yeah. going to take five fucking hours to talk about. Which it almost kind of, which it almost did. That show ended up being, what, four hours long? Yeah. But we, we covered everything. And we pretty much used uh, the official information, the official approved information. Uh, that way we couldn't really get in any trouble. I did throw in my opinions, and I think Jen threw in some of her opinions of what it all was. I believe it was a, a very high-end international intelligence operation to get dirt on people and to gain control over science. It looked like science is what they were targeting. All the universities and shit. Zach says, the new season of True Detective is out. Yeah, I saw that. Jodie Foster is the main character, and it takes place in Alaska. Episode 2 comes out tonight, I think. Yeah, I've been wanting to like start that. But see, I thought they dropped it all at once. But I guess now everybody's doing the thing where... Like in the old days where where they would just do one episode a week or whatever. Because I kind of like to binge it, you know? I know a lot of people don't, yeah. but... How many 1190 RSs are there, Zach? There's less than uh, 200, I think, huh? Because I think it got... Uh, I think you need 100 to, to become homogulated or whatever they call it. I think there's, I think there, there's probably less than 200 of them. And then... Um, it's a rare and expensive motorcycle. They're talking about the subspecies movies... Yeah. Which that's, um, I really need to get into, I really like the first one, but I don't think I've seen any of the sequels. I might have seen the second one, but like a long time ago. Zach said there's 135 of them. Okay, yeah. But yeah, Tammy said she has all the subspecies movies. We should probably review at least the first one one of these days. Because I don't think that we've done any of the subspecies movies, and I really like the first one. So you know what I mean? I think I brought it up on my, oh, that's another thing. I actually finally, finally finished editing my history of horror movies video today so i'm gonna give it a watch tomorrow or at least like kind of go through it and make sure i didn't fuck anything up because it's long and it's like complicated so it's like i'm not really sure if something got fucked up or misplaced or something like while i was editing it so i'm gonna kind of like just make sure it's okay so i should be able to like put it up tomorrow it ended up being two hours and 11 minutes yeah and i think it came out good i think but you know what I mean. I try. I worked really hard on it. Like I said, I've been talking about doing it. I was gonna put it up on Halloween, and obviously that did not happen. Um, and then I was gonna put it up on Christmas. Then I was gonna put it up on New Year's, and that didn't work either. But it's finally, finally done. I think. So yeah. <laughs> um, Danny says I just saw a decent 1972 made-for-TV thriller movie called Crawl Space. Um, yeah. yeah, did we review that? Wait, Klaus, Klaus Kinski. Is that the Klaus Kinski one? Because yeah. I know that there's two movies called that. We reviewed the Crawl Space that had Klaus Kinski in it. Which that motherfucker is like, just creepy yeah. and everything. You don't even, he didn't have to do anything. He just like stands in your movie and you're just like, Bleh. you know he what I mean? He was creepy. Yeah, he's fucking creepy, motherfucker. Yeah. And like, I heard he wasn't that great of a person either, you know? I still need to watch that fucking documentary about him and Werner Herzog. Did, didn't Klaus Kinski have some questionable relationships with the daughter or something? Wasn't that him? That's what I heard. Yeah. That's what I heard. I think yeah. she did accuse him of that later yeah. on. Yeah. Which, I mean, I you know, I, I don't know. I wasn't there, but it wouldn't really surprise me all that much. 
You know what I mean? He yeah. comes across as like super, super creepy. Super creepy. But yeah, we just I've been wanting to watch the um the new true detective, but maybe I'll just wait till they're all out so I can watch them all at once. Cause like I said, I like to binge. I like to just kind of put them on and like leave them on and watch them all night. You know what I mean? But for some reason, and I think we brought this up before, like on the last sidetrack show when we were talking about, you know, Tom being in Mississippi and stuff. And we, so we got into that TV show, that HGTV show, um, hometown that was, that's set in Laurel, Mississippi, where they like go and renovate houses and stuff. And it's, there's like eight seasons of it and it's all on max. And we've just been watching those. Those are great, actually. Yeah, I really, yeah. I really like the um, the couple that does it. It's like a, it's a married couple, and they basically just like you know people are moving to the town, to Laurel, Mississippi, and they want an old house, so they you know show them the houses, and then they buy one, and then they renovate it. Yeah. And man, some of the shit. Actually, the one we saw last night, which I think was from season one or season two, I think it's season two. They moved the house. Like picked the, it up, moved it. They yeah. picked it up and moved yeah. it because it belonged to this girl. Like it belonged yeah. to her great grandma, I think. My dad grew up there. My granddad grew up there. I think my great grandfather grew up there in Laurel, Mississippi. And then uh, I was there pretty much every summer of my life until I was old enough to leave home and go to the army. And uh, now my dad moved. Well, he moved to uh, Heidelberg, which is only like 14 miles outside there in a little German town. He was the last white guy there and fucking uh, died. It was a few weeks back now. And uh, that's where I picked up all my black cousins. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, fucking, uh, <clears throat> they were taking care of my dad. They fucking took real good care like of him. Like all his neighbors and stuff. Yeah, yeah. all the neighbors. And um, uh, one of the, uh, um, Keisha was uh, his main caregiver through the state, basically. And she also, she, I think she did some stuff at the hospital, too. And uh, she'd come and see him every day and make sure everything was, was good. And uh, Keisha was fucking great. And her sister lived across the street from my dad, um, Clarice. She was her, she of the turkey necks. Yeah. She was the one that brought I told him, so many stories about Mississippi over the fucking years <laughs> on this channel. People think maybe I'm bullshitting. No, everything I said, you can see it right there in that television program. Hometown. Everything that I say, it'll eventually appear. Even the Choctaw Indians will appear. Last time there was a Choctaw girl and her fucking husband, and they were the ones that moved the house. It was her grandmother's house. It was her great-grandmother's house. House, yeah. And she inherited it. Yeah. And I guess they couldn't keep it on that same land because someone else had bought that land or something like that. So yeah. she wanted to move it. Um, it cost. You know what? They said it cost fifteen grand to move it. I was like, that's kind. Of, it's not cheap, obviously, but that was cheaper than I imagined that it would be. And then they spent. Um, I think seventy no eighty five thousand like renovating it and it looked fantastic yeah. when they were done. Yeah, like they always like the couple. They always they have a big crew and everything too, but they always do like a really good job. Laurel, Mississippi is like Mayberry. It says it right there on the beginning of that damn program. It's like Mayberry. Yeah, Heidelberg was black Mayberry. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't <laughs> black when I was a little kid, but all the white people died, and the young pe young white people moved away, and uh, black people moved <clears> in. And it's uh, mostly like two parent families, and uh, they got a really nice high school there. And it's like kind of in a way going back in time. It's like being in the 1950s. But imagine a parallel universe, 1950s, where almost everybody is black. And they're doing parades and, 
you know, fucking um, cheerleaders and football yeah, it's teams. Like it's like small town America. Like small town America. The wazoo. It's extremely just American as shit. <laughs> no crime. Uh, just good country people. They tend to be pious. There's a lot of churches. They go to church and stuff. And uh, you know, it's just a it's a side of America that you'll never see on television. That that doesn't make money except for that show. Yeah, except for that which, show, which has been on for eight years. Yeah, yeah, it's been on for eight years. But I'm talking about when you know, that's not, they're not gonna make movies about that. They're gonna consider that too boring. But well, I don't just, know. They made they have made movies about that. Yeah, not maybe. But you know what I mean. It's just kind of like I don't know. I just really like that show. Um, I've always kind of liked home renovation shows. Like, where they just take some kind of shitty... And I really like that they're trying to... Because they're usually... These houses are from the early 20th century. And they're usually trying to, like, at least modernize them, obviously. But they're trying to, like, restore them to the way that they would have looked back then. Um, you know, so they're going back to the original hardwood floors. They're, you know, doing the, the craftsman uh, color schemes and all that kind of stuff. Which I think is really cool. So they, you know, they, they always do, like, a really good job on it. And they tell you, like, how much it costs and all that other kind of stuff. Zach says, Tom's going to love the new True Detective because the writer-director said she was inspired by The Thing when writing it, and she was a protege of Guillermo del Toro, all I right. think, too. Yeah, I mean, I liked all of True Detective that I've seen, so. Gramther says, sorry to hear your dad died. My mom died a year ago this week. All right, that's uh, Clarice's husband is Joey Tribble. That's their son, and that's in Heidelberg. I'm just going to show you. Just what it's like. And I'll show you. Should be a picture of Clarice and Joey. But his son is like the most popular guy in the high school. He had cool hair and shit, dreads. Tall, about six feet tall. Just kind of gave off that damn alpha energy. His, his dad was like, yeah, all the girls are after him. And I said, he needs money. <laughs> because... When you get out of high school, man, you're, all your damn fucking status gets reset to zero, man. You're going to fight against the 30-year-olds. He's like, yeah, I'm trying to get him to go to Ole Miss. That's the university there. Just don't knock any girls up. Yeah, that's what school. I told him. I told him that. So you better not get any girls pregnant around here. Wrap it, son. Yeah. Because you don't, you don't want that. Yeah. You don't he want that he, mess. He considered my, my dad to be <laughs> his, like, uh, uncle. Cause my ever since he was a little kid, my dad take him out fishing and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, did you hear what I said? Grandther said that he was sorry about your dad. Oh, know. yeah. And said my mom died a year ago this week. Yeah. Uh, actually, what happened to my dad? That was the best place for him. I mean, he was sick. He had to go. He, he did yeah. not like what condition he was in. Yeah. He he was ready to go. He was like, let me die. He was yelling. He wouldn't say that around us, but when we weren't visiting him. He'd be calling out to the nurses, let me die, damn it. Yeah. He it's was like, yeah, was, he wasn't having any fun, was he? No. He couldn't do what he wanted to do anymore. Right. I'd say, I can't blame him. Like, right. if I was just, like, stuck in bed and couldn't do anything yeah. anymore. Like, couldn't see, couldn't hear, couldn't write, couldn't do anything well, like that. Well, he had lung yeah. cancer, and his heart was failing, and he had real bad diabetes. He was lucky to live to 77. That's a full life. That's that's within life expectancy. I mean, considering the Southern diet. Yeah, of his generation. And considering all yeah. of the medical issues that he had. Yeah. I'm actually quite surprised that he lived that long. Yeah. Because, like I said, when he got the bypass, the triple bypass... I wasn't sure he was going to make it then. I didn't think he was going to make it then. Yeah. And that was that was a few years ago. Yeah. So, But he pulled right through that. 
for and then he was okay for a couple of years and then he just started declining. Yeah. And he was just every time Tom would call him, he'd be like, he just didn't feel good and he couldn't do anything and you know. That's them. That's Joey. And that's Clarice. And that's their son. I forgot what his name was. I just met him at one time. It was the one with the cool hair. It was like the uh, getting all the girls. Getting all the girls. Getting all the girls, yeah. Yeah, it's been... I mean, I think I sat on... And Joey is a Mason. He's in the Masonic Lodge there. And he's also in the Army. So you're trying to see if I could get it down. You keep talking. Oh, well, no, because then you'll... All right, no, it's fine. <laughs> then you'll just, like, interrupt, and I'll have to All right. go over there, and you know what I mean. There you go. There's Joe, there's Joe in your uniform. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm first class. Yeah. But yeah, what I was going to say was that, you know, it hasn't been a great couple months, I guess. I mean, your dad died. My stepdad died a couple days ago. My grandma died. About a month ago, month yeah. and a half, something like that. My uncle died. One of my uncles, I have a lot of them, but one of my uncles died. And that was only a week or two after my grandma died. So, you know, hasn't been too fun. I'm just gonna, um, I'm not real sure about, I might go see my mom. I want you to come with me though, because I don't like driving all, she lives out in the middle of nowhere, like in the Ocala National Forest. And there's no cell service, or the cell service out there is like real spotty. So I'm not a big fan of like driving out there by myself in that car because if something happens, I'll be out in the middle of nowhere and I'll get murdered. So when are we doing this? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. My sister's coming down from Atlanta on Sunday and she's going to stay there for a week, I think. But because like I said, she can work remotely. But so I might just go like one day and like hang out. I'm not going to stay over or anything, but we'll see how it goes. Because, I, like I said, she kind of lives out in the middle of nowhere, and I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen now, you know? Danny says, that Crawl Space film stars... Wait a minute. The Old Priest from The Sentinel. Yeah, that was a good movie. And the Balloon Knot Inspector from the English film Let Sleeping Corpses Lie. Oh, yeah, shit, I haven't seen that in a long time. A.K.A. Living Dead at the Manchester Morgue. Yeah, I feel like... I think I used to have that on VHS a long time ago, but I don't know what happened to it. I haven't seen that since I was very young. Um, Murder Hornet's talking about uh, you getting pegged again. <laughs> yeah, he wants to buy that video, but he didn't want to fucking pay for it. He wants. I saw all these. got these dudes want to come off and jerk off on me, but then they want to. They want. They don't want to pay. See, I'm not that kind of hoe. I'm a hoe. For, I'm a hoe for pay. Well, I mean, yeah. If you're gonna do that, if you're gonna do that, it, you have to pay. At least we need. Some yeah, money. and I'm talking motorcycle level money. Yeah. Yeah, motors. I'm not talking about. I'm not cheap. Sounds <laughs> like it's like he's We're like drinking coke and uh, coke and rum. It's rum and coke, rum and yeah. coke, and uh, I like it. I'm kind of getting a taste for it. Got that Bacardi Silver in yeah, there. Yeah, we were changing it up. It's kind of giving a nice, smooth and buttery taste. I don't know where you're getting buttery, but okay. It's got kind of a buttery taste. Buttery. The back end of that is nice and <laughs> nice and nice and rich, mm. almost like a vanilla flavor or something. Yeah, I'm getting vanilla. You I'm know, not I'm really getting, getting buttery. So well, much. yeah, that's not what I mean. Like but yeah. Buttery. It's just really funny because, like, 20 minutes before the show started, like, Tom's like, we don't have enough booze. Yeah. And I was I, like, oh, shit. Because I went in and made a drink, and I was like, ah, that's probably enough. And I didn't really think about no, it. No, we'll drink But he's lot. like, no, that's not enough. Yeah. 
He's Friday, like Friday show. We drink about a third of a bottle. He's like, I'm gonna go to a half and get a fifth. Some. We'll drink a half a fifth of booze. Well, it's Friday night. night, and we're not going out. Yeah, we're not going anywhere tonight. So, yeah. you know, Tom's been out on his motorcycle today for hours yeah. and hours. Yeah. Tooling around. Yeah. Well, no, I stopped too. I stopped off at uh, Starbucks. Listened to a fucking couple heavy metal albums and shit. <laughs> Zach says, by the way, I was trying to pick Tom's brains earlier. I have an idea for a horror script about a federal bureau that investigates the paranormal. So, yeah, I kind of like that idea. I know you sent me the that script and I haven't had time to read it yet, but I will read it, I promise. I got to read those two books too. I got to do that this weekend maybe. Or early next week. But, yeah, I don't know. Um, okay, is that the... Okay, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. Is that what? Nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Must be nice to ride. Well, I mean, where's he at? Where he must is... be up north. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cold. Yeah, he's up north. Yeah, it's and he went out Wednesday. Wednesday, it was actually yeah. coldish. Yeah. I think it was in the 40s. Yeah, I just put my inner jacket liner on and went Yeah, because I asked him, I'm like, are you freezing your balls off or what? And he One thing like, that gets nah. cold is your knuckles. Yeah, he's like, nah, it wasn't too bad. Oh, he's in Indiana. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's still pretty north, though. But today, I think it was when you left. 70. It was, yeah, it was about 70 degrees. Yeah. But it got, it's kind of cold now, but coldish. You can pretty much ride all year round here. Yeah, it never gets, I mean, unless it, unless it's like pouring down rain. Which it does that a lot. In summer it rains almost every day. Yeah, it pretty it much doesn't rain. matter. Like, and it rains hard, like every day. Yeah, not for long. Yeah, it's usually like a few really minutes. quick. Yeah. But like I said, it's kind of dangerous because the roads yeah. are wet and whatnot. But other than that, I've been Zach. I've been riding before where I see it coming. A wall of black water, gray water. Yeah, like, oh. Like, oh, shit, oh, shit. And I'll slow down by <laughs> 15, and all the yeah. cars are slowing down. Boom. It's like, oh, yeah. shit. It's like something out of damn Fury Road. Remember how the damn wall of yeah. sand hit him? It's like that. That's why when I saw water. that in the movie, I was just kind of like, "Oh, so like yeah. Florida and <laughs> yeah." And then the except the, water, the wind, sand. and the wind comes in and it'll blow in sideways and blow up. I've been in been in rain so weird that the water's falling, but the wind is blowing up, and some of the some of the wind is some of the water is going up. So I guess there's like little eddies in there. Weird shit. It doesn't last for long, but. Man, and it, during the yeah. summer, too, like, I was driving back from Daytona, and it seemed like there would be a horrible storm, like, yeah. every day, like, right when I was driving home. And it's like, I'd be on 92, like, which is kind of this shitty highway, and it would just be, like, white out. Like, the rain and yeah. shit was so heavy that you literally could not see yeah. where you were. Yeah, when that wall of water hits you, your visibility is, like, five feet. And I was just kind of, so I'd slow down to yeah. like ten miles an hour and yeah. be like, hopefully no one rams yep. into them because it's like I can't see the lines in the road. Yeah. I don't even know if I'm on the road. Yeah. Um. I can't see anybody. Yeah. I, can't I would see just anything. I just get off the road, go go into the bicycle lane if there's one there, and just stop. Yeah. I mean, that's the best thing to do, and you just put up with it. It's a few minutes horrible. later, it starts to lighten up. And it does that like pretty much every day. Yeah. Like I said, it doesn't last that long, mm -hmm. but it's still like really scary because a yeah. lot of times it'll just come up like real sudden. Yeah, and it doesn't matter how good your gear is, you're just sopping wet to the bone. Well, yeah, you yeah. can't avoid it. Can't avoid it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. 
Danny says y'all should check out the 2009 film Night of the Living Dead reanimated because it's got your boy Jeffrey Combs in it just saying I think that might be one of the only Jeffrey Combs movies that I have not seen Night of the Living Dead reanimated yeah yeah you gotta see that yeah. that's what, yeah 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 I remember they did yeah I remember that coming out I don't think I yeah. saw it though we get a lot of people in here for a Sunday who's here it's a Friday it's not Friday Sunday. excuse me he doesn't know what Friday. day it is no I meant Friday <laughs> he doesn't know what it is Quinn sound off if you're here Murder Hornet said, "Little uh, Mover, little is Little Mover here. She used to show up. Mover, on, yeah, oh, yeah. She used yeah. to show up on Fridays. Haven't seen her in a while." Murder Hornet said, um, "What is that? Hayes Killer or HZ Killer? I can't really see that good." Tila uh, stopped showing up. That's a catfish account. Tila and who? I else? don't think she was a catfish. Sandra. That was too long to be catfish. Yeah. Sandra. She's probably just doing other shit. Yeah. Or maybe we said something that made it mad. I, I think I think Sandra got mad when I was talking about Germany. <laughs> I don't see why she didn't, she didn't seem like the kind of person that would get mad about that kind of I stuff I taught her all about peanut butter she started eating peanut butter, good peanut butter in Germany I used to, well, to get, see when Sandra she said she was getting fat on peanut butter <laughs> when Sandra was here she I loved it because she would always change her screen name like yeah, every single time it. like for the chat and they yeah, were always funny. Like, super funny it had to do with something I said the show before the, yeah then it usually had something to do with something that's awesome <laughs> from the past show <laughs> so I would see I would see her name and I'd just be like crack up because yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, that's funny. Yeah, Danny said it's a sequel to Night of the Living Dead 3D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Zach says she put Sandra in a peanut butter coma. Maybe that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah, Danny said maybe she overdosed. Yeah. Are you guys happy now? <laughs> peanut butter's so good. I though. was saying, you're going <laughs> to. I was. I was, I was saying you can eat that shit. Remember, I was telling her that she, how how voluptuous it make her. <laughs> <laughs> and she came out and said she was skinny, fat, and flat, flat chested, and skinny fat. I don't think peanut butter can I give just, you bigger boobs. I said, yeah, well, just keep eating peanut butter. You'll get voluptuous. <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. So. <laughs> all depends on where your where your fat cells yeah. are. You know, you can eat all you want. Like, some people are really lucky, and, like, they eat a lot, and it just all goes to their boobs and their ass, but yeah. I'm not one of those people, unfortunately. So, you know what I mean. Yeah. Eh. Depends. <laughs> it depends. Depends on what gear you're on. Well, yeah, that too. Yeah. And what your workout routine's doing. Yeah. I mean, you know. I could get you shaped crazy, man, given enough time. I don't want to be crazy shaped. Yeah, well, <laughs> you might need some body filler, like some of those girls do. Just fucking, just start dropping it down into your ass, and you just fucking get huge. You're not gonna do that, Tom. No. I, I know that he's gonna come to me and no. be like, "I can do that." All right, I can do it. I've done all the research. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna let you do that. Yeah, no way. I already let you pierce my lot, nipples. That's yeah, about, that's a lot about of, where a lot I draw of those the girls line. are doing Brazilian butt lift now. <laughs> they're re, they're um. When you see those big fine chicks, they they got big tits and ass, but they have skinny waists. It's because they've moved the waist fat to the ass. Uh, you know, and a lot of times they have implants too. Brazilian butt lift. But the thing is, is that I could do it, but I had to buy the equipment to do it. There's a fat transfer machine. <laughs> it's like a vacuum cleaner. Yeah, I know. I've it seen sucks it. it all. You need a big old long rod and it's I've sharp on the inside. I've seen them. I've seen them yeah, do it. Yeah, I've seen them do it too. You have to make about a quarter inch incision to get the fucking probe in there. And here's the thing, people. I got friends who are doctors. I grew up with them. There's nothing special to any of that shit. 
a lot of it has to do with balls. That's what I was saying. They had the other guy, he learned how to do it in prison and faked being a fucking surgeon and got a job at a fucking hospital where they, he just lied his way into being a doctor and he was a good doctor. He did fucking hundreds of surgeries before they caught him. So this dude is not even a doctor. He just read about it. Well, yeah. and we were saying this before. I said, yeah, yeah you can learn to do anything because obviously if someone doesn't yeah, fucking study. learn to do it, then yeah, that's they... the same way that they do it. But yeah. I will admit that at least doctors, they get to like practice on corpses and shit. Yeah, but just, you know, I fucking did vivisection and dissection in high school and fucking I'm I did real too, good with knives really and, the same and butchery and I've cut a lot of deer apart, you know. It's, you get, flesh is flesh. Dealing with... But here's the here's the thing. Here's the real problem. This is the reason why I don't fucking do medical malpractice and just saying, "Oh, I'm gonna do this." You have to have on hand the correct drugs, and you have to know the procedures. If anything goes wrong, yeah, that's what I mean. That's really where the fucking problem yeah, is. Because it's like you know, you nine could, times out of ten, yeah. it would probably be fine. There's but always that one this time, chance where the, yeah. the the patient has some kind of reaction. To yeah, that you blood loss or, or or drug reaction, and you got to know your shit. Yeah, you don't have shit on hand. You're right. Now, one thing that could cause one thing that could save you a lot of problems here in the United States, they like to do shit under general anesthesia, which is very dangerous. You're putting somebody under. They're damn near that damn near kills them. The differences in doses between death and and life are very slim with, with general anesthesia. In the third world, they'll do those procedures under local anesthesia. It's a lot cheaper. The person's awake, though. But, you know, in places like Brazil, you just grin and bear it. You just put a fucking privacy shield so the victim can't see what you're doing. Not the victim. <laughs> but that's really the, <laughs> Yeah, it's interesting victim, that you yeah, use so, that so terminology, victim, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> so, uh, so the victim can't so, see yeah, what's so happening. The, so the, so the, they can't feel so anything, the patient, apparently. But the thing is, is they can hear it. Yeah, see, and I think, and they, they could probably, and they could probably smell it. And yeah, and I, they, I don't know if right. I'd be. Uh, and the doctors are saying, "Oh shit, you oh, can, can you hand me that over there? Yeah. Okay, give it. Okay, okay, I'm okay. So you have to have. Oh damn it! Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's not supposed to happen. So I'd be like, what they're oh, trying to do me. is they're trying to give the person a smooth fucking sit, a smooth, um, fucking, <laughs> a smooth fucking what do you call it? Worry-free. Fucking experience. I mean, They're I awake, think I would and they wake up and it's done. You know what I, I mean? I would rather have that, honestly. Yeah. Because it's like if you if they put you under and you die, like you don't know any different. You know what I mean? Local, but the thing is, is that a lot of times, from my understanding, depending on what the procedure is, the biggest risk is not the is not the surgical procedure. It's the anesthesia. That's really, I've heard that as well. That's but really the fucking dangerous part. Um, that's why an anesthesiologist makes so much fucking money. It's going to cost you about a grand just to go under. Well, yeah, it's a tricky... Fucking, yeah. I've well, only been under you it. You go to Thailand and they fucking, it's $25 just to fucking numb the area. And they'll go to work on it. You know what so, so when you're talking about economy, just numb the area. I mean, I've been under general anesthesia one time in my whole life. Um, yeah. And it worked good. I mean, you know. Yeah. I didn't remember a fucking thing. Yeah, when you woke up and you were talking to me and you didn't even you didn't even remember, I didn't even remember that until later. Yeah. Like I said, the first thing I remember I remember waking up in the recovery room and being freezing cold 
and I think I asked for a blanket. Did I ask for a blanket? Yeah, you were cold. I mean, I had a blanket on me, but I was yeah. like, can I have another one? Because I was yeah. freezing my ass off. Now, they said that that was going to happen. They were like, you know, wear something warm, wear socks, all this other kind of stuff, because you're going to be real cold. Um, but I woke up, and I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. It's like they weren't kidding. Um, but after that, it was, I don't remember talking to you. I don't remember any of that. Like, I remember kind of waking up in the chair thing, like the recliner thing, and being freezing cold and asking for yeah. a blanket. And then I remember you walking me to the car. Yeah. And then I remember you sitting me up in the bed at home and giving me a sandwich. Yeah, that's, you recovered fucking so quickly, man. It was... My first wife fucking... It took her a fucking week just to fucking get out of the bed, man. From that shit. But it didn't it, bother you as much. It hurt, but it didn't... It's because you already had big boobs. It only hurt when I woke up. <laughs> yeah. I was just kind of like, ah, oh, fuck. That Jen, sucks. But Jen, it's just like, after a few hours, I was like, eh, it's not that bad. Jen had big boobs. Lost a bunch of weight. Fucking got implants to fucking get the boobs. Fill them again. back up. Fill them back up. Because they kind of deflated. Yeah. And it, it, it worked. Because I lost like 90 pounds. Yeah. And it, it fucking worked like a charm. And uh, it, she shook it off like it was nothing. My first wife was I like, didn't even take all the painkillers. No. Nah, my first wife was like maybe 100 pounds. Fucking five foot three or four. It's and went from me. totally flat to a large D cup in about fucking an hour. And she That's said it was. She said it was like having two or three guys standing on her chest. She could barely fucking breathe. I mean, that's so what I it's... had to keep her knocked out for about two or three days. Yeah, and I was just taking care of her and fucking keeping her fucking knocked out. And... But it took weeks for her to kind of fucking shake it off. She looked great though when she got out. When when she got up, though. But um, yeah, you, it, I, I was ready for that ordeal. When she went through her shit, it's like the next day she's walking around like nothing. I even went I was to, impressed. I even went to work the next day. Yeah, I drove. Yeah. They told me not to. They said, well, you probably won't be able to drive a car or nothing like that. But the next day, I'm pretty sure I went to work. Yeah, she was like, I don't feel, this is no big deal. She's like, eh, it's all right. Yeah. I don't even think, I took, I, th I took a couple of the painkillers. Yeah. You didn't um, take them all. No, I didn't. You said, I, didn't. Nah, I don't need that. No, nah, I was all right. Like yeah. I said, it, it hurt, but it was, it was just like kind of achy. That's yeah. all it was. And I'm just like, eh. Yeah. It wasn't well, no, that's just traumatic for a, a girl that doesn't have any breast material. Well, and like I said, I have yeah. a pretty high pain threshold. Yeah. Overall. Yeah. Although the nipple piercing, that was another. Yeah, that was a word. That, I didn't that was that. another. I don't think I'd do that again. Uh, yeah, I don't. Th I don't think you should. <laughs> but see, that's they came why out, they look great, though. They do look great, and great, you did yeah. a good job. Yeah. I'm just saying that. That's kind of what I was saying about the whole medical thing. Is that you know reading about it in a book, and like. Yeah actually doing it are two different things you know what i'm saying yeah so that's why i kind of trust like maybe people that have been in medical school and have like practiced on yeah. dead bodies and stuff like that because at least they've done it like to yeah. a dead person that couldn't you know what i mean so because you were just kind of like you read about it you had all the stuff and you did it right yeah but you didn't were kind of exactly like, what it felt you like. didn't really know exactly what it felt like i to had do no that idea how tough and how elastic right. nipple material is yeah i thought it was going to be like because I, I put needles in myself all the time fucking taking injections and I'm just using right, big, but those are little. Bigger, yeah, but I can use a big gauge needle too. Yeah. I start off with little ones, and then you go up with a bigger gauge needle in behind it to push a bar through, and that it's just. Uh, but the thing is, is that I didn't realize when you're pushing it through that through that nipple material, it's crackling and crunching. Yeah, and the fucking, sound it made was really whoa. something. It's like I was going through bone, man. And I think Tom, oh. like, it, I was having a hard time, was, but I think Tom was also having yeah. a hard time because he was like, oh, no. I was like, oh, shit. And, <laughs> and once I got one done, I couldn't leave the other one undone. I know. She went through, like, a fucking tribal rite of passage. 
this chick could take some fucking pain. And, and then she was like, you want me to do it to you? And I was like, fuck no. <laughs> fuck I was no. like, oh, you made me Not do it. Not after seeing that shit. They look great, though. They, they, do, look look, they do look nice. After, seeing, really. after fucking actually seeing, feeling what that felt like to go through there. And that's a big needle. Yeah. That's a big yeah, it was needle. Large, yeah, it crackled and popped all the way through there. Yeah. Oh. Well, like I said, but baby, I had to just babies do pull on that with their yeah. little tooths and stuff. But I just had I just had to fucking grin and bear it and get through it. You know what I mean? Mentally, I was kind of like going, oh, shit. What, what am I doing to this poor woman? Yeah. Well, I knew what I was doing. <laughs> I just didn't realize it was going to feel that way. Yeah. I thought it would just be like going through regular meat. Right. I go through muscle all the time. No, it's not. It's more like going through rubber. Yeah. Hard rubber that cracks and pops. Yeah. And uh, I was disturbed by how it felt because I had, I had her nipple I and I'm feeling it going through and I'm hearing all that shit crack and pop and... And, and I was and, like, and it took oh, an, man. And it took an, an amazing amount of pressure, much more it than I so thought. Bad. I thought it would just slip through. No, it, it took so a lot of pressure. Well, I almost fainted because I told you, it's like, you yeah. have to stop because I'm going to black out. Yeah. Because um, I'll do that. Um, actually, I blacked out when you were just changing the rings one time, too. Yeah. So now, like, whenever he changes the rings, I have to lay down. Because if yeah. I'm standing up, I'll just, I'll black out. I wish I could show you guys a picture, but we can't. Well, I got yeah. pictures of them. They look good. They're I mean, in, so, some of y'all are probably. They're in deep them. set, and they're big bars, deep set, and they're straight. And the one she's got in now is a deep bar with a fucking crescent moon kind of things that hangs underneath. There's little beat, like pearly yeah. beads they're on it. They're just these cute little slave girl fucking things. And they're and really nice. I do yeah, like yeah, them. Yeah. But like I said, holy shit, that was one of the most painful things yeah. that I've ever experienced. <laughs> but like I said, it's funny because... Like, it hurt, but I it, I was almost kind of like, I think Tom was more freaked out than I was. I was freaked out, too. I knew it was going to hurt. I knew. But I think he was more freaked out because he, he wasn't expecting it to happen. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there going, it's like, bro, I'm going to pass out. Like, my vision started going black around the edges. like Because I have, I have super, super low um, blood pressure. Like, I always have done. It's just I have really low blood pressure. So basically I can just like stand up too fast and I'll be just like, you know what I mean? And I'm like, I'm going to pass out. So anything like that, where there's some kind of like intense pain or injury or something like that, I'm just like, yep, I'm going to black out. So I'm just going to at least have to lay down. So the first time he did it, I was like sitting up on the weight machine and I was just kind of like, um, I was like, we can't do it like this because you know, I, I was going to black out, but I didn't, but I felt like I was going to. So the second one I had to like lay down on my back and it was better. You know what I mean? Like it still was horrible and it hurt, but it was better. Like I wasn't, didn't feel like I was going to pass out. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> oh my God. All right. What are you guys talking about? All right. Um, Zach says gingers are known for having a higher than normal pain tolerance. Why do you think they need more anesthetic to go under? Yeah. I'm not actually sure how many how much anesthetic they gave me when I had my surgery. Um, cause I haven't had, I'm naturally a redhead, but I haven't had naturally red hair in a very, very long time. <laughs> like I started dying it black. I don't even remember when I started dying it black, like a long time ago. So I'm not sure if they knew, but the anesthetic they gave me like worked really good. I don't remember a fucking thing. They gave me the thing and they were just like, you know, they did the count backwards from a hundred thing. And I think I only got to 98 and I was like, yeah, you were out instantly. And then the next thing that I remembered yeah. was waking up in the chair being like, why am I, why am I so cold? Give me another blanket. This is not working. Okay, go through <laughs> comments. Let's see what's going on. Joseph says, speaking of anesthesia, remember the movie Coma? 
Yeah. Did we? We reviewed that, we didn't did we? We did that. Michael Crichton, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like that movie, actually. Yeah, those movies were kind of... Um, Rob Levinson, a fan of the show, sent me a bunch of Michael Crichton movies. We reviewed them. Um, I'm pretty sure we did Coma. Yeah, maybe. I think we did Coma. I think we did it. But uh, those... The movies, the screenplays, I think he wrote books. Isn't that where he started? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wrote books first. He wrote Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah. He wrote a bunch of shit. Yeah. His books were always, like, futuristic for the time. Yeah, he was rolling... Well, wasn't... Isn't, he did Westworld, Wasn't too. he a doctor? I think he said, I think he was. I think he was a doctor. He did Westworld. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I think he did Runaway, didn't he? Uh, you know, with, maybe. With, yeah, uh, we reviewed with, that with uh, Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck, yeah. yeah. I think so. Where he's fighting robots. <laughs> That, oh, and Gene Simmons is in that, yeah, too. Yeah, maybe he did that one. I'm not sure. I'd have to look it up. I can't remember. We yeah, did. Gene Simmons was in it. He was the one that had the sleep gun. Yeah, that's right. Wasn't that the same movie? That's where a pretty... It's, it it's cheesy, be. but it's like... I have kind of a fondness for it, though. That movie. Yeah. And uh, Gene Simmons actually did a pretty good job as a villain. He yeah, was, he was actually surprisingly good, good yeah. in it. Yeah, and he was working... He was uh, basically kind of like a hitman for a big, powerful, high-tech corporation. And they gave him this fucking gun... That if he pointed it at you and you happened to be looking at him, it would flash some kind of a invisible light or a light in a certain pattern that would cause your brain to malfunction for a few seconds. And then from your point of view, it was like there was a lapse in time. So you're like, wait a minute, hold on. You know, you'd keep blacking out. Right. So it, it, from your point of view, it's like people were disappearing and reappearing. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a pretty good thinking. Michael Crichton thought that something like that could exist. Yeah, Jeffy, maybe theoretically they thought it could exist. It doesn't though. Jeff Yard said, "I believe Michael Crichton had a PhD in medicine." Yeah, I thought he did. Yeah. I didn't know if he was a practicing physician, but I knew he had a degree in that. And it's he, like he also wrote the Andromeda Strain. That Andromeda was a, Strain. That's yeah, good. that was another good one. I think we reviewed that one yeah. too. Yeah, and he did the one where they were using a fucking supercomputer to do like algorithms to find out what's the best facial proportions for some for women. Remember that? To, to Looker. Team? Looker, yeah. And they Remember were to use them too. to sell products on the, on the market. Yeah. You know I mean? so which, that's kind of... Like, well, that's going on now. It's like, kind of going on so now. Was, that was like way ahead of its time. Yeah, where AI is generating... Like the women, perfect... Yeah. The perfect woman, what they look like. And then it turns out that they got some of these AI fake OnlyFans bots or whatever they are. They're making like $35,000 a fucking month. And that's not a girl. It's a fucking robot. And the dudes don't even know. They can do video and everything. Well, we were watching that um, that video on Wang's channel about that Instagram account with the supposedly hot Asian girl that was, like, super into motorcycles and stuff. It was a dude. And then you found out later that it was, like, an old dude, like a, a middle-aged dude. dude, and he yeah. was just using a filter to make him look like a pretty yeah. girl. Because he was like, well, nobody seemed to give a shit. Like, when it was just, like, an old dude talking about motorcycles and stuff, yeah. but when it was, like, a hot young chick, then everybody was into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the weird thing about it, though, is that after everybody found out, they were okay with it. They still liked him, huh? They were like, well, well, because they're like, well, it was still his personality, and right, it was yeah. still his, you know what I mean? It was just yeah. his face that was different. That's funny. So it's like, so a lot of people got into his personality, so he didn't lose followers or anything. They were like, eh, it's, it's yeah, all right. That's funny. It did, but, you know, it's a fascinating story, actually. Yeah. I can't remember what his name is. Now, they got guys that are saying that, you know, well, these robots will uh, fucking destroy and replace all these OnlyFans models. They won't. They won't. Because a simp is going to try to find a real woman. All right. And um, th once it gets out that some of these accounts are bots, 
they just look too good to be true or whatever, they're they're gonna lose interest in that. They're gonna yeah. I'm not like ways to find super out it's only, worried about it because it's no. well. I why would I worry about it? I don't. Yeah. It's, I don't we don't do any, that. like I said, and I don't have any dog in that fight anyway. Yeah, right. We so saw a video, but we're not doing what the OnlyFans models do. Yeah, and which is that's they keeping dudes and keeping simps and bullpens and fucking what's called a bullpen or it's basically a cell. They don't know what's going on and trying to milk them for money. Um, AI is better at that really than a, than a lot of women because the AI has the time. Women don't. Yeah, no shit. We yeah. have other things to yeah. do. You know, they don't care about this. <laughs> yeah. But. You know, I've I listened to the Manosphere stuff, and there's a lot of good stuff about the red pill, what they call red pill movement. There are certain aspects of it that that I, I like. I wish I'd have had that when I was younger, but some of the shit that they talk about, uh, they're blowing it out of fucking proportion. Okay, like they're real down on OnlyFans models. Why? Because they can't get them. No, they just think it's destroying the dating scene or whatever. It, it's not. Okay. Okay. Um, most of the OnlyFans, most of those OnlyFans girls, make under or around three hundred dollars a month. They only have a few dozen subscribers. Yeah, that's what, a lot of people that do that. They don't yeah. make a living off that. It's, it's just cash. like a side side right. cash. And the and you go well. I would never sell my soul for three hundred. Yes, you would. Okay. Yes, I mean, you if would. you need three hundred, if you were a single woman, you probably need. Yeah, you do a lot for three hundred. If you were a single woman, maybe you're a single mom too, living in a small apartment somewhere, or you're living out in the middle of nowhere, working at a little Greer's or something out in the middle of Mississippi, a little bitty d- d- grocery store. Three hundred dollars is a big fucking. That's three, a lot of that's money. That's a lot of money. That you can buy is, your kids food for that. Yeah, that's enough money to make rent. Help you make rent. And all they're doing is maybe talking to about a hundred guys off and on, and they're working alone in their homes. Yeah, taking pictures. Like I said, I would never begrudge because it's yeah. just kind of like I don't get uh, I don't get where people get off judging people for that. Yeah, I just don't. Well, okay, some of the shit they really com- they're not complaining about that. They're complaining about the top top girls, and the top top girls are really actually more porn stars than anything else. They're having sex with other people on their profile sure all right some of them are married and they're having sex with other people which then they that, that is kind of strange when you think about it well if the um, if they know about it it's no, they not know that about strange it. but yeah a lot of them know about it some of them might probably don't but okay well the then family, that's the fucked family, up but other than that if the husband doesn't care that's them you know what I mean? yeah it. that's it's nothing to do with me <laughs> yeah right that's you know? their relationship right. if that works out right. for them right who am i to tell them like that's not right right you and, know what and i mean like i said i wouldn't do that right but... so some of these guys are thinking well because of this only fan all women are going to become only fans model no they won't oh come on now no that's they only... can't really believe that are they really that dumb they're young these are guys in their 20s. So they are dumb. Yeah. <laughs> is what you're saying. Yeah, a lot of these guys that are saying this are in their 20s and they don't really I feel know. like dudes that young and that yeah. have that proclivity, not all young dudes are idiots, but yeah. it's like that have that mindset, they really, they get fucked over by one woman and suddenly all yeah, women, all women are, yeah. are demons. Right, it's just, yeah. it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever but, seen. But the girls do at that age do it too. That's what I mean. Like it just. Girls do it too. Everybody just kind of does that. Yeah. When you're, when you're in your 20s, you're an idiot. You can't, like everybody's different. <laughs> yeah. You know, you get fucked over by one person. Yeah. 
of whatever gender or whatever, that doesn't mean that everybody of that same yeah. gender, everybody that looks like that, is right. going to fuck you over. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's easy for me to say because I'm old, but you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think I even thought like that when I was a kid, though. Like, when I was younger. I don't remember thinking like that when I was a kid. Young guys are... Like, oh, this dude fucked me over, so all dudes are bad. I never thought that. Young guys are in... They don't have a whole lot of experience. It, when you're in your 20s, man, the odds are against you because you just can't compete against guys in their 30s and 40s. They're making all the money. So the girls your age are all going out with guys that are much older. So you're kind of left out. That's part of the problem right there. That, that they're, that, then they see this OnlyFans stuff and maybe they can't do that or they think that that's competition against them. It's a temporary situation being in your 20s. Yeah, it it, it, uh, it kind of sucks for everybody. To be yeah, honest. and and by the time you get into your forties, you look back at the shit you thought when you were in your twenties, and you're like, man, I didn't know the fuck I was you're worried like, about. What the fuck was I th- talking yeah. about? You know, you'll uh, be embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, everyone is. Yeah, that's just how it works. <laughs> I did less dumb shit in my yeah. teens and twenties than most people probably, but I still did dumb shit. Yeah, and I thought dumb shit, but. But like I said, everybody does. That's just kind of the nature of the beast, yeah. I guess. Zach says, oh, I've seen your piercings, Jen. Thanks to Tom. And it kind of felt like when you see your mom naked by accident. Uh, yeah, I showed him I showed him to fucking Zach. I said, Zach, that was right after I did right after I did him. He was very proud. I was that, like, check it out, Zach. It, right? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He sent him to lots of people. I don't need, I don't not know. Not lots of people. I don't know who he sent him to. It was not lots of people. He sends, he sends shit. Yeah. All the time. I don't know. Yeah. Well, he came, well, he came back from Oasis Wednesday and he said that he had showed Amy, yes. the bartender, Some of our that porn. video that yeah, yeah. of me blowing you. Yeah. She loved it. Yeah, of course. She's she like, God, I'm getting hot. I don't really care, she but... Goes, you, you tell Jen that, she's gonna, she's that gonna, I live right across the street, yeah, y'all, and I ain't got nothing to do. She's, <laughs> she's going to knock on the door one day with like a with like a 12-pack of beer yeah, or something. Yeah. Oh, my God. She's a content creator, too, though. Yeah, she so, does so all that, it's not like too. I'm showing it to... Although, like I said, because you saw some video that she had done yeah, with somebody, like a threesome type thing, yeah. but that was like a long time ago. Yeah, it was probably from about five, she, six years ago. That she did it. Yeah, she looked the same though. But she just, she wants to get involved. She yeah. wants to get involved. Oh, in she's, bad. she's bad. She's <laughs> bad. She's bad. We haven't streamed in a while, actually. No. But we probably should. Yeah. I mean, I just haven't really had time, but. For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, we do do a little bit of stream mate on the side. We were doing it for a while, but man it fucking gets boring because a lot of it's just waiting and when when money's coming from other directions we, we'll jump on that instead of going streaming streaming yeah because you never know how much money you're gonna make like yeah. on a good day like you might have a really good day and like make a bunch of money and then another day it's like nobody's in there it's like dead know. yeah so it's like you never really know and you kind of just have to kind of sit around and and yeah. wait so yeah and you feel like a hoe fucking sitting out on the fucking street with the cars going by yeah, you do. Hey, you want a date? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It is kind of like that. It's a little bit... I don't want to say it's demeaning. It's. I don't think it's demeaning. Well, maybe it is a little it just, bit. It's kind of boring. It is kind of... It's mostly just boring, to be honest. Because it's like sometimes it's... There's hardly anybody yeah. in there. You're you know just I mean? sitting in there waiting for somebody to fucking go, Hey, what you guys doing? They want to talk to you. A lot of them will just come in and look for a second and then they leave. Yeah, that's what happens like ninety five percent of the time. Yeah. It's like people just pop in because they're going in all everybody's 
yeah streams and seeing what's going on it's like hey is anybody doing anything that i can watch for free yeah you know what i mean because some people will yeah we try not to but you know what i mean yeah, they got dudes down in South America. We've got people down in South America that are just doing the shit for free out in public just for tips. Yeah. Which I don't know. Maybe that's a good strategy. I'm not really sure. No. I don't think it I don't think it is. Not no. on that platform. It's because in it's because in places like Venezuela and shit, fucking thirty dollars is a lot of money. Yeah. That's, that's nothing here. Not so much here. Yeah. I probably need another one. Yeah. All right. You probably need another one too. Yep. Yours is almost empty. Yeah. Jeff Yard said it's a historical joke when mankind makes huge leaps in science, they find a way to use it for sex. Yeah, they do. I mean, I don't know. I can't be too mad about it. <laughs> but that does seem to happen, doesn't it? And I, I feel like um, porn ha is always kind of on the vanguard of whatever the new technology is. I mean, I kind of feel like they were on the vanguard of, like, home VHS when that whole thing started. Um, you know, they... I mean, the porn producers were able to see like where which way the wind was blowing like how the technology was going and they just like jumped right on that um same thing with the internet same thing with the live streaming same thing with all of that i kind of feel like porn was there first they just people that produce that seem to like really know they really keep up with uh trends and shit like that and technology and they just jump right on the newest thing that comes out so I don't know if that's still true, but I do kind of feel like for a long time they were like on the vanguard of everything. Tammy says she's saving as far as fast as I can for a motorcycle. <laughs> you guys really, really want to see this. We really want to see this. I want to do it too, but like I said, I wouldn't do anything that he didn't want me to do because that's not cool. But you know, he said he he said uh, without any prompting from me that for motorcycle money he would do it. So. We'll see. We'll hold him to that. If somebody can come up with it. When's that A24 Civil War movie coming out? Um, I don't know. I thought it, no. I thought it was out already, but no. We should be able to go see that shit tomorrow. We'll go to the... I don't... Well, maybe it's not. I don't... Uh, maybe it's not. We'll go, go to the Chinese fucking buffet and then go, go watch the damn go movie. Go to the Chinese buffet. Yeah. I still want to see... I want to see that Nosferatu movie, but I don't think that's coming out until fucking December, man. I just saw I don't think it's coming out until the till December yeah it's I don't know like um there's been a lot of shit about AI especially like in my line of work which is not porn it's graphic design and because of AI like um you know uh, a lot of stuff is easy like a lot of artists get upset like I know some artists that are like really upset about it because they're just kind of like hey nobody wants to pay artists anymore for original artwork when you can just go on a $10 app and make this crazy looking artwork. Um, so I get that, but I don't know. I don't know how this shit is going to shake out. I've been experimenting with it myself. It's just like, I, I just think it's interesting. I don't use it for anything particularly, except like I said, I use it for thumbnails and stuff like that. Cause I don't have time to do original artwork for every single thumbnail or anything like the thumbnail for this, like with the three cats, with the with the um, like old fashioned outfits on. I was just like, I just made that in AI and I thought it was funny. So that's what I used. But I can see how, you know, artists, and like I said, you know, I've seen this shit happen too, where I think like, you know, some clubs I might have done flyers for and stuff like that are just using AI shit now instead of like hiring somebody, you know, to do something. Cause it's, you know, it's cheaper, so. I can see that, but I don't know. I don't see how it's all going to work out. 
I don't know if it's ever going to get to a point. Because, you know, like Tom was saying about the bots or like the, you know, fake women on OnlyFans. I mean, will it get to a point where, you know, they're so good that you can't tell the difference? And then will there be like a backlash? Because people are like, oh, well... You know, we know There'll they're we know they're not real and stuff like yeah. that. And then at some point, will the AI be like, well, we have to put in like imperfections? What they'll do is, is they'll have platforms that will require you to be a human being. That's what. Yeah. They'll do. I don't know. I'm I'm just not really all that bothered. That that type of client wants to interact with a real human being. Yeah. And I mean, there's always going to be some people that would rather have I mean, the AI. Yeah. That would rather have the AI, or you know, there's already dudes that have like you know married sex dolls and stuff like that. <laughs> Ridiculous, yeah. So you know, but that I mean, that's pretty fringe. Zach sent us something. What's up, Zach? Thank you very much. Zach. Zach. No, that's that's gay, Zach. Oh, it's gay, Zach. Okay. Sent Tom a pic of a ginger dude I banged last month. It's not a nude. Tell me he doesn't have the best hair you've ever seen. Can I show him on the show? Wait, he said it's not nude. Can I show him on the show? Well, I don't know. I wouldn't if I were you because see what we, Zach said. we don't know who that person is. Let's see what Zach said. Zach's, Zach's, For some reason, I... Zach's got me cruising dudes with him. Okay? I love that. I love that. <laughs> I, lo I love the, I love the <laughs> bisexual action. Oh, yeah. I think he sent me that picture, too. That is some fabulous hair. Can I, what did he say? What did he say? Hair. No? Can't show up? I don't care. He doesn't. I don't care. He doesn't either. Okay. He doesn't care. care. That's Zach's little boyfriend. Nice. Yeah. Okay. I like the smirk. Also. Yeah. Look at that fucking hair, man. man he's that is some nice he's hair. he's like some he shit must off. Have of, like some nice like hair products. It's he's like the, he's just the expensive. He man. looks like one of them dudes off the fucking romance novel covers. He does actually. Yeah. All he needs is some like Fabio. He's like Fabio. He Fabio. He needs a frilly fucking jabot around his neck and a fucking seventeen hundreds outfit. Like clutch to this yeah yeah woman. or another dude like you know up like that like I can't believe it's with not a, with a castle in the background. Yeah yeah castle in the I, background. I could see it. Loves yeah. throbbing. Instead of a woman swooning in his arms, got Zach. That's yeah. <laughs> Boy, sorry, I just thought of. I was I was thinking of the mystery science theater joke about the romance novel. What was it called? Loves throbbing gondola, <laughs> or something like that. Uh, but yes, that's what I was thinking of. <laughs> Loves. Jeff Yard says, "Fucking Jeff Yard says that's a gorgeous mane." It, it's nice. Yeah. Yep. Like I said, he's he obviously uses like some really good expensive product for that. It's a nice color. My hair is not that. It's actually oranger. My hair is oranger than that. It's slightly lighter and oranger. Mine's like um copper colored, like a penny. Like a new penny. That's what color my hair is naturally. Although it's probably gray now. <laughs> I wouldn't know. <laughs> it's been a long time since we've seen your hair. Been a long time since I've seen my natural hair color. When I'm shaving the side of your head, it just looks kind of... Gray. Gray. Yeah, that's what I mean. So it's probably... I mean, I think just the roots are gray. Yeah. If I let it grow out completely, it would probably be a similar color, but... like It's like a mousy brown. Yeah. But see, that's kind of what's always... I've always had, like, slightly darker roots, but yeah. when it grows out, it's always, like, kind of a... Like a new penny kind of color. is like an orange. You look good with red hair. Yeah, I have been thinking about doing it again, but it is kind of pain in the ass. And you get to strip all the black out of that. Yeah, I'd have to bleach it. 
Yeah. And I think the last time I did it, I had to bleach it three times yeah. over a couple of days. And who knows what that would do to that hair. Well, I didn't have too much damage last time I did it. But that was a while back. Yeah. Because remember, I was kind of experimenting with different colors. So I bleached yeah. it. I dyed it purple for a little while. I dyed it bright red for a little while. Um, what other color did I do? I can't remember. I think I did like a lavender. I didn't like that though. So like I tried some different stuff, but I don't know. It's just, I, I'm kind of a low maintenance gal. You know what I mean? Earlier on, somebody asked me if I'd seen the aliens in the shopping mall. I oh yeah, yeah. I hadn't seen it. I don't know if somebody came up with any images. I saw, I was scrolling through Facebook earlier, and I saw that Steve Mara was on there, like, maybe talking about that. Okay, yeah. But I didn't watch it. If you guys don't know who that is, Jen, Jen did a book with a Steve Two Mara. books with that. I did two yeah, books. Yeah, did two him. books with him. He's a good guy. He's a British parapsychologist. Who yeah, yeah, yeah. He's pretty good. Yeah, that was a while back. I did a show about um, the Rochdale poltergeist case and the um, Demon House one in Seattle, Keith Linder case. Because he investigated that, too. Yeah. So, yeah, we wrote books about that. Yeah, and Demon House went sideways over time. Yeah, Keith I'm not Linder real got, sure how I feel about Keith that. Keith started getting fucking obsessed with that, and I think he started making shit up. That's just what I'm thinking. Allegedly. After, the, yeah. not at, not during the when you wrote the book. Right. After. Yeah, I think after. After. Yeah, I'm not really sure his, what happened with that. His story started getting wilder and wilder and wilder. And then he wrote a book, too. Yeah. I haven't read it, but yeah. he wrote a book, too, like a year or two after I did. And Steve did find some stuff. Audio data. Yeah, there was weird he shit. There was weird happened. shit that happened in that house. Yeah, he it thought did. something weird was happening there. Because I came at it from the point of view. I said, I'm just going to write this book because I wrote it with him. Yeah. So I was like, I'm just going to, I'm not going to make any comment about, I'm going to bring up, obviously, what Keith Linder had said prior to Steve getting there. But it's mostly from Steve's point of view. It's all from Steve's notes. It's all from, like, the time that he was, he was there for, like, three weeks or something like that. And, like, all the stuff that he found. You know what I mean? Yeah. I had, like, some background information and stuff, but it was mostly him. So I I'm I have no idea, like, what happened after that or what he claimed happened after that. That's all I'm saying. I'm just going by what Steve said when he was there and some weird shit happened. I did the interviews with Steve and got all the damn audio data that she used to compile the book out of. And so I didn't have to read the book. I heard the raw data. Yeah. And um, having been through Mammoth Mountain, what happened to me, and shit that still happens in here every now and then, I think there was something to it. But I also think that Linder wanted to kind of get famous off of it. And, yeah, it and might it have been wasn't enough, right? So it's like he started to add to it, but we, Jen and Steve, really did kind of separate out what Linder was saying he saw, and then what Steve actually saw during his investigation. Yeah, and what Steve saw in his investigation, he thought there was something going on there. There was, yeah, he, it was he, weird. He, yeah, and he had he had um, actual audio data and fucking. Audio anomalies, like things falling off of fucking. What was it? It was a smoke detector or something. Or a no, clock. it was a it was a light. A light. Okay. You know those lights that you like just kind of stick on the walls. Yeah, of? that's what that's what it was. An adhesive light. It fell off the wall. He got it on videotape. It fell off the wall, and when it hit, 
it gave a fucking weird audio signature to the microphone. Like it was really, really loud. Yeah, it was like it was really loud. And he wasn't able to recreate it. He dropped it from the same height, and it wouldn't make that quite same signature. It's almost kind of like it, which is, we, me and Jen have seen that. Yeah. Like when it threw the... Remote the, control. When it threw the remote, remote control, when it hit the ground, it sounded like a damn brick hit. It did, like whack. And we couldn't recreate that fucking sound. So that's why I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. Because I was like, that was what happened at our house. I think like it might have been some kind of mild poltergeist disturbance. But he thought it was demonic. So it got worse. And then I think he started... I, I particularly, later on, after Jen wrote the book, some of the shit that he came up with, I think he faked. To yeah, try to get I famous. mean, possibly, yeah. Wasn't there, but... Because the thing about it was that, it. well, even in the early stages, yeah. um, when Steve Mara went there with his uh, people, because he had two other like people with him, when he went there to Seattle and stayed in the house, because he stayed in the house, I think he the first time he stayed for two weeks, I think, and then like he came back like later and stayed for another week or something. Yeah. So it was a while. And they lived there. They lived in the house and set up all their shit. Now, I will note that the stuff that Keith Linder had reported before Steve got there was much crazier than what Steve ended up seeing. But Steve did end up seeing some shit in there that was pretty fucking weird. And I was actually more interested in that. Because, look, you can say anything. You know what I mean? You yeah. can say, like, oh my god, all this crazy shit like happened in my house and like all this writing appeared on the walls or whatever. But it's like if there's nobody there to corroborate that or there's no scientific backing for that then that's just your word yeah. you know what i mean you could just make it up or you could have just imagined it or whatever so i just kind of concentrated mostly on steve getting there and it's like i put in the book like you know keith prior to steve getting there like you know keith said he saw this that and the other thing like i kind of went down on it but then um you know, when Steve got there, I went very much into the scientific investigation day by day, like what they saw every single day. And he saw some weird shit. It wasn't as crazy as what he had reported previously, but it was still pretty weird. We worked with Steve in two books, and I found Steve to be um, very controlled and organized, open-minded to stuff, and honest. He's not the kind of person that would faking. make something up. Yeah, what he does is he'll give both sides. This could have happened. They're saying this. He's just kind of presenting everything. He's and like then, an old school parapsychologist. Yeah, yeah. And then he'll go in there and goes, "Well, okay, this is what they're saying. This is what I'm. This is what I found when I went there." And then he's kind of like, "You be the judge." And then he's like, what could this be? Yeah, right. Like he right. always tries to like yeah. go through. Well, it could yeah. be this. It could be you know. It could be any number of other, like, rational things yeah. before he jumps to I went out looking for parapsychologists to work with. Because, you know, me and Jen wanted to write books. Jen wanted to write a book. And he was the one that I selected. And he worked with us. Yeah. Yeah. Zach says, is he someone I could get in touch with? I'd love to ask him some questions about telekinesis. Yeah. For the script he's wearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, if you, um... I could probably put you in touch with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's still around. He still does. Yeah. You know what's crazy? We were watching uh, that unexplained show with William Shatner. We were watching an episode the other day from the, like the latest season. I don't remember what season it was, and Steve was on there. And yeah. I was like, "Hey, it's Steve!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember what show it was, but yeah, I was just like, "Holy shit, that looks like Steve!" Because I hadn't seen him in a while. But yeah, that was him. He looks the same, doesn't he? Pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. 
I was just, like, surprised because I wasn't expecting to see him. Yeah. So it's like I saw him on that Unexplained show. I can't... What show was it? What mm-hmm. the, was the topic? I can't remember what the topic was. That was, it, one, that was the one with Shatner, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't remember what the topic was. I don't remember either. But it's just... I was just kind of, like, funny because I wasn't expecting to see Steve on there. And I was like, oh, there he yeah. is. I don't remember if it was a ghost show or an alien show. Ghost. Because he talks about aliens also, but... Yeah. Well, he'll talk about anything. Yeah, anything paranormal. Like I said, he's not... Steve's smart. He doesn't get real committal. He's very non-committal. He just presents... Well, that's a very scientific viewpoint. And he's kind of like a lawyer. And then he'll go in there and he'll tell you what he found. And he does sometimes find stuff. Sometimes he doesn't find things. But um, in the Linder case, he did find some stuff. Yeah, there was some weird shit that happened in the house, okay? He couldn't quite explain. Right. Like I said, not as splashy as what what Keith Keith was reporting, but it was weird, so I don't think he was just, like, making it up out of whole cloth. But maybe he he might have been exaggerating, or there's a possibility, too, and I think I put this in the book, that, you know, maybe it just had died down by the time that he got there. I don't know. Because some of the stuff he was saying was, like, kind of out there, you know? I'm not saying it didn't happen. I'm just saying... They didn't well, Bible's catching on fire and things being written and weird shit like that, but it was just on his word. And That's what I was, mean. There was, he did produce burned up Bibles. But I, you know, I but can anybody can burn that. a Bible and yeah, say, yeah, hey, I, I found I can it. Do that. Right, so you don't know. I'm not saying he did that. I'm just saying you could do that. You could, yeah. So you're going to need a little more proof than that. Right. But that's, okay, I got to pee. Okay. You talk. Well, she <laughs> wants me to talk now. What? You don't you never have a problem talking. She walk away from him with that booty. Don't walk away from that booty. She turns around and goes, What booty? The booty what that, booty that booty that's following behind you. Oh no. Yeah. Wherever she goes, there's a booty following behind her. Alright. See what's going on here. See, she's telling me to talk. I, I talk when I'm ready to talk. I just don't... Uh, I'm not like a, a dancing monkey, you know what I'm talking about? Especially not in front of y'all. Let's see what everybody's talking about here. Yeah, that was Noel asking me about the aliens in the mall. That was here in Florida. Um, a mall called the cops and they were saying that there was youths going crazy in the mall and there was a huge massive police response to it they were evidently shooting off fireworks and stuff but then other people said no it wasn't that 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 it wasn't kids that that there were aliens running around in the mall (laughs) i think they're 10 foot tall 10 foot tall aliens running in the mall oh come on that's what they said yeah yeah and I don't know what they were talking about. Maybe I don't. I haven't seen any video footage. Because somebody just That's made just, that shit yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. I kind of heard like peripherally, like that that yeah. was going on. I'm just like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have time for that kind of nonsense. <laughs> what Tammy say? Tammy said you would dance if I had motorcycle money. Yeah. She said, yeah. I dance without the motorcycle money. Well, no, she's talking about. Um, the pegging thing. Oh, uh, is that what she said? Yeah, 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 because she was talking about that earlier. Fucking, you girls. Because I said, hey, you're the one that said that you would do it for a certain amount of money. 
And I told, <laughs> I advised behind the scenes. I advised, I was like, it's probably better to not tell anybody what that amount is. There's always a price, you know. Like, <laughs> because price, then someone's going to come up with it and then you're going to have to put your money where you know? your mouth is. Or price. you're going to have to put your money where your ass is. There's a price for everything, you know. But. So... <laughs> I would not have warn, said. Let me warn you, dudes, about these women. Okay, there's something in them. There's We're terrible. This, there's this. There's this fucking thing in them. I don't understand it. I don't know if it has something to do with uh, power dynamics or whatever. They're trying to hit a man in the ass. That's like their greatest fantasy is the stress. Well, I don't know if that's true across the board. I don't know. If, I wouldn't. I don't I know if I say that was my. Greatest You're not the fantasy. only one. No, I know. You're not the only one. I've I don't know if it's top tier fucking, fantasy, but it is kind of like... It's I've had a lot of there. them over the years ask me for some shit like that. I'm like, nah, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess you can say because you're pretty seasoned. You've been yeah. around. Yeah. So, out of your... I, I don't know what your body count is exactly. Yeah. You probably uh, don't know either. It's No, nah, triple digits. It's Yeah, it's But high. low triple digits, probably. It's high. But, um... <clears throat> So you've had a sampling, yeah, of of a large. Not, yeah, I mean, you know. but you gotta understand that when I count, I don't count the way women count. Women won't count dudes that they didn't like. They won't count. That's dudes, not true. They won't count dudes that there wasn't any damn fucking uh, vag penetration. They'll say, "Oh, well, that was just anal. That's not sex." Or, "No, that was just head. That wasn't sex." Yeah. Oh, I blew, well, see, I count that. When I blew those four dudes, that didn't count. You know what I mean? It's, I would yeah, count all. They of won't that. count. Those. I count I, everything. If I come, then I count it. I would count all of that. I count everything. If I, so if I if I if I catch a nut, I count it. And I'm probably because it wasn't all of it. Shit is fucking conventional sex. I didn't even lose my virginity. Fucking conventional sex, really. Fucking, I lost that shit through the back door. I fucking, uh, yeah, yeah. My first time was fucking, I went anal on a chick. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't want to get pregnant. All right. It's called the loophole. Yeah, the loophole. That's what they call it. Yeah. So, <laughs> and in a way, I didn't count that until later. I was like, no, that shit counted. Well, yeah. Yeah, that shit counted. I pretty much, I would I count. I was young. I was young. Yeah. I mean, I would count anything. Yeah. I mean, if it's just like making out or something like that, yeah. that doesn't count. But it, well, I mean, right. but that depends. But it's just kind of like, like you said, yeah. I, I most so, all of that counts. That all counts. But it's got to be triple digits because I'll, I'll forget. Some That's of what them. I was thinking. But I don't look at it that way. It was just I was. It's just in the moment. Well, and the thing about it is I, that... I was lucky. I, I had happened to be a, a good-looking guy when I was young. And going to South America from, with a wealthy family. And I had a car at fucking 17 in Brazil. That was a fucking big deal. Okay? Fucking... Um, and just uh, being in the drama program of... Oh, my boy isn't here, is he? Granthers? Granthers he was here. here. He was here earlier. We were in a drama, we were in a drama program together if in Michigan... Because I did part of the time in Michigan, part of the time in Brazil. I went to high school in both. And I went at like an extra year because I was losing credits every time I go back to the United States. And um, I was popular. And uh, it was and easy. It was easy. Until I hit about 20. That is a big dry spell. You can't compete against guys in their 30s. They're sucking up all the women. They got the money. So then they go into the army. Yeah. And then hookers. Well, I went to Korea. Yeah. <laughs> and that was wild. All right. But like most of the time I was working, this was not a fucking hooker fest. 
You know what I mean? Well, you said you only got leave like once a month or once something. Once a month. So yeah. I got 12. You only like once a month you go pass. to the whorehouse. Yeah. I got passed. I got passed about once a month. And I'd go down to Tom Dushan or a fucking Itaewon, also known as Hooker Hill. Yeah. And uh, they have fun, you know what I mean? Um, and you have a fucking wallet full of cash. You know, a lot of money. Because you don't have a way to spend it. You got no way to spend it. (laughs) So you go to fucking Hooker Hill with $1,000 in your fucking pocket. And those girls are only asking for like 30. Not bad. It's a bargain. Just a bargain. It's a bargain. And fucking uh, the the liquor is cheap. And you have a good time. And they were nice girls. I I didn't look down on them. I don't know how they got into that business, but they were young and... Like I said, I it was they were doing their duty, which is try to get every bit of money out of your yeah. pocket and put that it's shit in. It's a job, just like yeah. anything else. It's right. Like I said, I don't, I don't begrudge it, anybody doing that. And it wasn't personal, and it was just, um, you know, they were providing. They were a in a, yeah. They were trying to just basically shield Korean civilian women from us. Sure. To keep all to keep keep and us fucking busy. Like I said, it sounds like a lot because Zach says. So basically, Thomas the Town Bicycle. <laughs> Every, everybody uh, rides him. Well, no, no, no. we'll see. The I thing have high is, standards. Well, and the thing about it too is that you were single for most of your life. Yeah. Um, yeah. He was married, but you were married for what? Two years. Yeah. Yeah. Like your first marriage was ten, was two years. Yeah. And then, so you were single your entire yeah teenage years, most and was, of your twenties, and I was in male-dominated societies. Yeah, military schools, armies, and fucking worked for companies that were doing security contracting. So I wasn't around women all the time. And if I was around women, they were a lot of times professional women in, in certain spot, spots. Yeah, and they're there's. T- the oldest profession in the world is to is to be a hooker. Okay. The second oldest profession is to be a soldier. It's the same thing. Yeah. All right. Um, you're both selling your bodies to old men. It's just one's fucking and one other one's fighting. Yeah. You're keeping the old man laid. The girls are keeping the old man laid. The boys are keeping the old man in, on his sex island somewhere and rich. That's what you're doing. And um, you're both disposable. But I always kind of had a soft spot for the professional women because the dudes were given honor. At least they give you uniforms and little bits of fucking colored ribbon to all your special shit that you did. Yeah, those girls the women were treated shit. like shit, basically. Don't get shit. The women were treated like shit. They still are. I mean, yeah. it's better. It is yeah. a lot better Yeah. now than it used to be, but they're still kind of treated like that. Right. And they were taking just as much risks as we were. Yeah. Because they could get killed doing what they're doing. Oh, big time. A lot of them do. Yeah. And, I write about it all the time. And then when you come out of those businesses, you're fucked up. All right? You're just not fucked up in the same way. That girl will have a hard time getting back into society and relationships, and the guy will have a hard time getting back into relationships. Yeah, into it's society. very similar. But it's very different reasons. Like, yeah. I had a problem getting back into it because I wanted to fuck people up. Yeah. You know? And I didn't want to play by society's rules. You know? Like, maybe I can't kill that dude. What the fuck are you talking about? That motherfucker's he bad. Me off. I'm gonna cut his head off. What are you talking about? Although I you know? kind of feel like that too. Sometimes. Yeah, you know. And then like <laughs> they don't understand. Over me. pretty minor These shit. These motherfuckers honestly. don't understand me. You know what I mean? It's just just like that. And a lot, a lot of people in the comment sections that know me, you know, fucking like murder hornet and shit. He's he's a vet. He's a VA guy. I mean, I got VA disability for PTSD and multiple head injuries and all kinds of shit. 
it's just it's rough on you and the female version of me is it's rough on her she's probably toothless now fucking need a crackhead you know can't they get it worse the girls actually get it worse and it's been going on for fucking thousands of years yeah and like i said you can't really like i said it's better now than it was but you can't really ever shed that stigma yeah either like once you've been a sex worker that's a wrap um even now people are still gonna be like mm. yeah like later on like i you're said not it's be better material. you're not gonna be wife material it's better than yeah. it was yeah like people are more understanding about it nowadays but yeah. it's still not yeah you're, you're not gonna be wife material and because uh, the only guys that are looking for wives really are guys in their 20s and 30s and they're looking for virgin territory basically look somebody that can be the mother of their children and shit that's not gonna be some ex-hooker yeah, they don't want to think about their kids being no. mothered by right. someone that used to be a sex worker, even though they're a nice person. They just like don't I want said, anything to do with that. That's just too much problem. Yeah. it's what. Well, it's kind of weird because I kind of feel like dudes are all into sex workers when they want that. You yeah, know what I mean? they don't want to marry them. But they don't want to marry no. them or no, anything no. like that. No. Hell no. It's a whole different thing. Which, you know. She's a mercenary woman. She's gonna and like I said, and a lot of times she was kind of... I, a lot of people don't choose that, no. to be honest. It's just kind of like Circumstances. A, they yeah, come it's just homeless. Bad circumstances. No fucking money. No family support. But same thing, a lot, that's where a lot of soldiers come from. Yeah, same thing. So, same thing. Yeah, like you said, it's kind of the same thing. You know what I mean? They, they have to leave home. They don't have any they other options. They can't stay there. They're young. They got a lot of energy. They're fucking, you know, you, you can be a man of action. So you sell yourself into an army. Yeah. Now, some countries don't even have that. But I happen to be lucky to be living in the United States and you could sell yourself to the empire which is what I did you know if you did that in Russia in the Soviet Union well first of all they drafted you you had to go you didn't really get anything out of it yeah so you know let me go rest of oh Joseph says the um, the unexplained episode was the search for extraterrestrial life the, the one that had Steve Merrill okay alright he knows that one that's Damn. right I thought that it was maybe a UFO one cause I feel like he's pivoted more to like talking about UFOs lately I'm not entirely sure, but like I said, we, you know, when I wrote books with him and stuff, we were talking about poltergeist shit mostly, like hauntings and stuff, because that's kind of what he was doing at that point. But I think he's pivoted a little bit to like doing more UFO stuff. He does um, a, uh, they do like a monthly magazine that comes out too, and they write about UFO stuff and paranormal stuff. But I feel like UFO is mostly... That's what everybody wants to read about. And, it's, and you know what? It's like, I always find ghost shit more interesting than UFO shit. Yeah, I know, like, UFOs could be real and everything like that. But I don't know. For some reason, I just don't find that all that interesting. I think ghosts are way more interesting. Um, Yeah, wait, I saw something that I wanted to answer. But maybe it just went away. Oh, I think it was Danny that said something. And it's like, because his... His comments, like, disappear after a few minutes. I'm not really sure why that is. That must be some setting that he has on. But he said something, and I was going to comment on it, and now I can't remember what it was. It just popped up at the bottom. But, I don't know. I do, like... I do... I, I like that... I like that you see sex workers the same way that you see soldiers. Because like you said, when you point it out, like, when you point out like that, it is pretty yeah. much the same thing. Like, it's different. It's different experiences, obviously, but it's... It's a different job, but it's... It's, it's essentially the same gendered. thing. They're gendered. 
the male gender to that job, basically the equivalent would be soldiering. <clears throat> Fucking working in a brothel or hookers or shit like that, that's the female equivalent because the female's best job in something like that would be an entertainer. That goes way back fucking to ancient Rome. And to be honest, it's like, I'm kind of like, I don't um, look down on women that do that because it's like, I wouldn't want to do that. Like I said, yeah. You gotta be tough. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, we do videos and shit like that, but it's like, that's easy. It's me and you. We just do this, me and you, just in our house and shit like that. Other people are watching, but it's like not that big of a deal. The problem with the females, their problems are are different because... With a female, the act of sexual copulation is a lot more personal than it is for a guy. For a guy, yeah, it's generally, not, it's yeah. not very personal. It's not very, it's not invasive, really. And we're just built to do that. You know what I mean? Fucking sperm is cheap. Eggs are not cheap. Not so, at all. So a woman feels like she's being kind of invaded. Yeah. You know? Well, she has to kind of numb herself to that and allow the client to have his way without getting feels for the dude or to fucking hate herself. Yeah. So it has to be kind which of is a mechan- hard to do. Which is, has to be kind of like a mechanical act. And it, or, and it has to be kind of like, what do you call it? Acting. Yeah. Uh, something, it's, it's a presentation. Or, you know, you're entertaining this client. And then you have to be able to step away from it. Well, that can fuck a lot of women up because they're just not built for it. I don't think the average woman's built for it. And the they're always going to be kind of fucking yeah. feel like they're slightly violated by it. Some yeah. women can take to it, but... Yeah, it's not and normal. like I said, um, you know, I have known some women or heard of some women that were into it and really liked that, and it really didn't seem to bother them. But yeah. that's a that's a minority. Yeah. yeah, most women, even if they do it for a long time, um, they have coping mechanisms. Yeah, because it's not a normal situation, right. so you really have to. Like, I would never be able to do anything like that. Well, because one, um, I'm not good at pretending to like some dude yeah. to like people yeah, right yeah. i'm really bad at that um you know some people are good at that but i am not you'd probably be a good dominatrix though i yeah and we actually discussed this <laughs> yeah. because i was like i could i could do that like i could have a dude come in and i could just like Treat spit like on him and yeah. step on his nuts and shit yeah. like i could do that <laughs> and like tell him how much he sucked i'm like yeah, yeah i could do that because that would be real <laughs> yeah you know what I mean? Because I'd be like, yeah, you're disgusting. And yeah. like I said, I was like that would actually be fun, kind of. Yeah. But it's just like, if I have to like pretend to like you, and it's like, ooh, look at this penis. You're giving like, this dude a girlfriend Yeah, I can't, I can't do that. You're I giving this dude that. a girlfriend experience and you don't like him. No, or if I you can't. do like him, you give him the girlfriend experience, and all of a sudden you're in love with him. But then he just paid, and he's got a, he's got a woman. Right. He's got a wife back at home. So now you're fucked up. So the, I think the average woman doesn't do well. I would not recommend that. That. I don't recommend that profession. There's only a certain kind of woman that can do it. And uh, I've done the fucking profiling of the ones that can do it. The ones that can do it tend to be older, over 30. Maybe they already have kids. They've already been married. And they've already done that. They've already done the traditional shit. So now they're going to go James Bond and they're going to become a mercenary. Sure. <clears throat> I get it. They might do that for a while. And um, But you see... That's a lot more of a healthy situation because that woman knows who she is and who she isn't. So she can role play better. Yeah. She doesn't take it personally because oh, this isn't me. I'm just doing this. Yeah, I'm just going into a different... Yeah, yeah, like... yeah. And if a dude says something sideways to her, like, bitch, you don't know me. Yeah. She can just shrug it off. Right. 
because she's acting. It's a lot harder when you're when younger, you're young when you haven't really established. Yeah, like, haven't really established your identity, identity too well. That's why dudes like Epstein in the show were talking. He was looking for girls that were molested at a really early age because they have identity problems. It's yeah, you, you can don't get in on. Honestly, them. I don't think I really got my shit together. I mean, and I, and I'm kind of a person. I'm kind of unusual because I kind of feel like I knew what I was like early. Yeah. But even then. I still wasn't sure what was going on until probably my mid to late 30s. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you still hold kind of ideas that aren't supported by truth. That just sure. Kind of and it's just so... It takes a while to realize that, yeah, this is not the way... This The way they told me it is is not really the way it is. <laughs> and the thing about it, it's like even now, like, you know, now that I'm, you know, in my early 50s, and it's just kind of like... Um, you know, even now I still have like a lot of holdover shit from back then, which, you know, you try to get rid of, but it never really leaves you. But I do think it's gotten a lot better than, cause shit, man, like I was married to my first husband until I was what, 38 or something like that. And then after that, I kind of just went fucking wild cause I hadn't really done that much. Yeah. In my teenage years, so I was just kind of like, "Woo, I'm free and blah de blah," and I did all this other kind of crazy shit that I probably wouldn't have done otherwise. But that's why I gave you your distance back then. Yeah, I know. All right, fucking, and that was that was that was Sonia. She yeah, was like, she was like, "You don't want to hook up with her right now. She's brand new." She was kind of right about that. She's yeah, like, I was, Let her I, live. Was, I was banging everybody. Yeah, well, no, not I wasn't. everybody. Not everybody. Je- Maybe like three people. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't Je- that big Jen's a deal. body count is barely into fucking double digits. It's barely. not even. Not I even, think it's yeah. maybe eight. Yeah, I think is what my Which body to count me is. is amazing. Really. Well, I was married for a long time. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. married for fourteen years, and right. I never cheated on that dude. I don't yeah. do that. So, yeah. um, you know, that's just not my thing. Yeah. So. Um, so yeah, most of, most of my body count was racked up after I got divorced. Yeah. I watched it happen. Yeah, you did. You were yeah. there for a lot of you it. You were good though. You picked good dudes. Yeah, I'm not. They were nice guys. I'm not totally stupid. No, no. They, they were nice guys. No one hit me. Nobody n- no. n- did nothing like that. Yeah. So people were like, what the fuck are you talking about? Me and Jim were friends before we were going out. Mm-hmm. We, hung, we hung out at the club together for a long time. We hooked up a couple times, but we weren't. Official. Yeah, it was just we kind were of, dating other people. It was a weird thing where it's just kind yeah. of like I was. Um, we became best friends, and then it started to. Yeah, like was it like I was getting divorced. Yeah, when I think we met. Yeah, I think we kind of hooked up a couple times when you were getting divorced. When right? I was in the middle of the divorce. Yeah, and then you were separated though. He knew. Oh yeah, he, yeah, he, he knew. knew. Yeah, she he knew. Yeah. We weren't sleeping in the same room or anything. Right, we were yeah. living in the same house. But we were sleeping in the same room. Like he knew what was going on. And, um, cause we had already decided at that point, we were just working out how shit was going to go with the house and everything. Yeah. So, um, so we, but then like you were kind of dating other people. I was dating other people, but we just kind of started, we were just, we just hung out. We couldn't stop hanging out with each other. Just constantly fucking. Yeah. It's just even when we were dating other people we'd yeah. just be like, ah, well I'll drive you to the club. And we we'll would hang out at the club, talk about people we were dating. Yeah. Like that bitch is this and that, or you're like, yeah, this guy, you know, <laughs> you just we talk shit about the people we were dating. <laughs> Sometimes, depending on what the situation was. And Maybe then, like, at the same time. And then, like, after a while of doing that, everybody we knew were just like, why don't, Jesus Christ, why don't you guys just go out? Yeah. For fuck's sake. They were just, like, tired of seeing it us together. It took about two years, I think. Yeah, like a year, a year and a half. Year and a half, something year and like half, that. Yeah. But, you know, finally. Yeah. 
<laughs> okay. Um, Joseph says, uh, can you believe in ghosts and still be an atheist? Yeah, you can. Because an atheist is a person who doesn't believe in a religion. And uh, you don't have to believe in a religion to see a ghost. I consider myself basically a mythicist, or that's kind of atheist. I am absolutely an atheist. But I've been in bad houses that, I wouldn't call it a ghost, but maybe like a ghost, but I couldn't see anything. I don't, and I've also seen poltergeist, which is not a ghost. But I don't know if I actually believe in ghosts as in Depends on the, how you the lingering the spirit of yeah. someone that once lived. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if that could happen. More like a psychic impression in the area. Yeah, I kind of feel like, because the thing about it is that if there's ghost phenomena or paranormal phenomena of some kind, like poltergeist stuff, I think there's a scientific explanation for it. We just don't know what it is yet, I think is what it is. So I don't think that it's necessarily, I don't think you necessarily have to believe in a higher power or anything like that, because I think they're two different things. Because I absolutely do not, and I've been an atheist for since I was a kid. Like, so. But I'm pretty skeptical about paranormal shit, too. I'm very skeptical about it. But you know what I mean? I've seen it, but I don't think that it's ghosts or demons or anything like that. I thought that that's you doing that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Weird shit was happening as my dad was dying. I didn't know he was dying, or not consciously. Our smoke alarms kept going off. Kept going off. That was one thing that kept happening. Yeah. Before we found out that your dad was dying. Yeah. It was trying to tell me something. Yeah, our smoke alarms kept going off. Yeah. Like the one in the bedroom would go off. Yeah. Like it it would beep like several times. And then stop. And then the one in the hall would beep. A couple times. A bunch of times. And then it would stop. Yeah. Which, and we just changed the battery in the bedroom one because it was making that noise like a month ago. And it started going. I was watching Frighteners and fucking Lieutenant Dammers. Was fucking going on about his, your, his, your psychic phenomena. I was fucking yeah. making this Jeffrey happen. Jeffrey Combs. Jeffrey Combs. And I was fucking Man, I love zooming into what he was saying. I was getting freaked out. And it went, bip, 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 bip. Yeah. And I walked underneath there and it did a couple more of them and then it stopped. Isn't then, it funny at this, like, at this stage, when, like, I always know when you're upset about something. Yeah. Because some weird shit will happen. That like the TV will turn itself on and off, or the smoke alarm will go off, or yeah. something will fly off the, you yeah, know, the the bookshelf or something. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, oh, Tom must be upset about something. <laughs> because you don't say usually, but that's but that's kind of what I think. So that's why I'm not scared of it yeah. usually. Although if you got mad enough, like I said, you might like wing a brick at my head or something. I don't know. It wouldn't hurt you. I don't think. I don't think you would. Yeah. Because you never seem to get that mad at me. It's not me. It's another... It's another version of me. It's another facet of me. It's the thing that controls fucking characters in your dreams at night. The other characters... I I don't trust it fully. You know. But, you know. Well... I don't think... You know, it it doesn't have anything against you. If anything, it would hurt me. Yeah. But, you know, I'm always going to worry. But it's just kind of like, you know, when you were on trend. Yeah. And, you know, you were saying all this crazy shit. And I was, like, afraid that you were going to, like, murder me. Because that has happened. <laughs> what? I have not murdered you. you but. Um, when, when did I murder I mean, you? no. Li- <laughs> yeah, you, you murdered me. You before. said that happened. No, no, what no, are you no. talking about? No, I said I was worried that you would murder me. Oh, That's okay. what I said. So, um, so then, like, you told me later. 
It's yeah. like, oh, I never would have hurt you. I was just, like, worried about, like, dudes and stuff. But, see, I didn't know that. So, yeah. like, at the time, I was no, just kind of like, oh, my God, he's just going to shoot me in the back of the head one no, night because no. he's acting all crazy and shit like that. No, I had no, I had no anger towards you at all. I know, but, see, I, I, was, didn't, I, was I didn't know that because you were acting crazy. Yeah. Well, you were, well, you were acting, like, erratic, so I didn't really know what to... I didn't notice it. Well, of course you didn't notice yeah, it, but I, I noticed it. it. Yeah. So, that's why... I was saying it's like I know in real life, you know, you know, given that you're normal, you would yeah. never hurt me ever. Yeah, I know that, but it's just kind of like I wasn't sure because you were acting like a lunatic. Yeah, so I was just kind of like, um, this is bad. It's like it's. Yeah. I was just thinking like you get upset and you'd like shoot no. me in the back of the head one night when I was no. sleeping or something. No. Like I didn't know. No. Like I didn't know. No, I wasn't mad at you at all. I know, but it yeah. seemed like you were. No, I wasn't though. It seemed like you were. Yeah. yeah, you told me that later. Yeah. But well, I you didn't, didn't ask me. I didn't You should have asked me. Had you asked me, I would, I would I was scared to. <laughs> really? <laughs> to be honest. No, Trent fucking makes you go crazy, but I wasn't mad at you. I was I was yeah. scared to ask you anything. No, no. Because of the crazy shit you were saying. Yeah. I was just kind of like, if I ask him about it, he's just going to be like, he's going to go off on me. No, no. Uh-uh. <laughs> and I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> there was I mostly a, kept to myself. I was trying to hide. Yeah, and I didn't know what was going on with that either. Because, yeah. like I said, you didn't you didn't tell me until later, so it was just no, kind of I, like I fucking I knew Tread had me. Tread makes you a va- makes you a fucking werewolf. It so that makes you the goblin out of fucking Spider Man, right? Yeah. So it's like so that's kind of the same thing, like with the poltergeist thing. Yeah, it's like I know in real life, ninety nine point nine percent of the yeah. time, you would never ever hurt me in real yeah. life. I know you wouldn't, but it's just kind of like, <clears throat> what if? You got like super mad at me when for whatever reason. Like yeah. I don't ever do anything that would make you that mad. I wouldn't think. But if I, don't I really get mad, you don't. Well, I mean, you know, no, I don't know. No, I don't. What get was mad. the last time you got really, really mad at me? I don't even remember that. I don't think I get mad at you. I don't even remember you getting like super mad at me. I don't uh, do anything that maddening. Uh, I feel like, uh, you know what I mean? Not like that dude you were talking about on the police video you watched earlier. Oh yeah. There's, <laughs> there's a uh, yeah. He was telling me about this before the show. There's a channel called Police Activity. It's on YouTube. He loves that shit. I, I can hear. I can hear the yelling from down the yeah, hall. Yeah, I'll be fucking. Don't do it. <laughs> Dudes will fucking straight from Venezuela. Will be sitting there and see a cops, and the cops want to talk to him, and he just like bows up and pulls a knife and runs straight at the cops. Like you can do that, or because yeah, I, you know, I grew up partially in South America. I kind of know what they're thinking. Cops in South and Central America are just, they're, they're, they write tickets. They don't, they can't shoot anybody. They'll get in trouble. So they well, come so here. paperwork. Yeah. They, they, they come here and the cops want to talk to them and they'll just fucking try to intimidate the cops and chase them off by pulling a knife. These are New York cops, man. They fucking cut him down in a hail of gunfire. They'll you come, just, they'll just fucking, they'll just kill you. And they did it in front of one of the other dudes and they were just like, oh, yeah. If you run into a cop with a fucking knife, he, t- yeah, he shoots you. Shoot. He kills you. You move too fucking quickly in front of a fucking cop. He'll Actually, you just reach for your pocket and yeah, probably he'll, shoot you. Yeah, if you've got a gun out on you, you stay right there, right there, and you fucking reach for your pocket, you're dead, man. All right? This is the fucking Wild West. It, it was never not the Wild West. There was the Wild West, and it got wilder as the United States aged, all right? Don't fucking make a fucking quick move around these cops. They'll just cut you low, all right? I would and there will be no questions asked. Because they're just following the orders, and they got cameras on them, well, and, and they'll go, "Yeah, anything. that's right. He made a quick move and fucking grabbed into his, his pocket. pocket. Yeah, there you so, go. All right, they'll get away with it. 
Well, I would do it too. If I said, you stay right where you are and dude reached into his pocket, no, I'm going to kill you because you might be pulling out a gun. Total obedience or I kill you. You know, I come from that culture. Uh, that's the way it was in the military. That's the way it would be in police. I show up, I'm in charge. Any fucking problem, I'll just kill you. You know? Because I'm going to go home at night. I'm going to get my pay. I don't care if it hurts your feelings or your family's cry. I hope they cry real fucking hard. You know what I mean? It's just Darwin happening. Anyway. Dude. You make me talk about this shooting now. Well, you were talking about dude it earlier, fucking, so I thought you might want to Got some about scissors. It. He's trying to kill himself. He's threatening to kill himself. The cops show up. Well, the reason why he wanted to kill himself. Is why that's, was, that's why I brought it yeah. up. Yeah. He had his little, his little wife was uh, cheated on him. He went through her phone, found out she was cheating on him with some black right. dude she was going to school with. And he's fucking losing. So he got um, a little upset. Yeah. And he told the cops, he's asked them, you guys ever killed anybody? Out of all proportion, anybody? I feel. He says, you got, he was done. He was through. He goes, I did everything for you. And this is blah, 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 blah. He's going off on this little girl. She's crying, oh, Max, be, oh, Max, it's going to be okay. Fucking, and um, the cops are like, man, man, we don't want to fucking do it. Just settle down, bro. We know you're upset. And he's like, fuck it. I'm sick of this shit. Because if he asks, if you guys ever killed anybody before, ask me, have you ever shot anybody before? And they're not answering the question. And fucking, he like, just we, runs we straight at him with some scissors question. and they just fucking mow him down oh, right yeah. in front of the wife. I mean, he did that on purpose. Yeah, well, he said he wanted to die. Well, the thing about it, well, like I said, the reason I brought that up was because you mentioned it before. Right. And I was just kind of like, I can't imagine. Uh, well, you know, no, I can't imagine. I can't imagine being that mad. At your spouse or your girlfriend or whatever. It was a spouse that were married. That you would just let the cops shoot you. He was th he was through. He said he wanted to go. I can't Im I can't imagine being that upset about it. This dude was. I'd be upset. I'm not saying that. It was happening. But not so upset that I'd let cops shoot me. Well, the comment section is like, why did he kill himself over that hoe? Had he just calmed down, fucking the next day, he 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 would have just well, left her. See, that's but, kind you know. of what. Yeah. It, well, and the thing about it, and that happens a lot. It's like yeah. people do shit in the heat of the moment. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, you know, I get it. I get yeah. that he was really upset. I'd have been really upset if the same mm. thing had been happened to me. But you have to think that, well, you run into a hail of gunfire. Yeah. You know, you're not. You know, tomorrow, a couple days from now. Everything might look a little bit different. It was funny because he was going through irate, and then he'd get calm, and he'd talk to the cops like he goes, "He's like, look, man, I know you guys don't have anything to do with this. I don't really. I, you have to forgive me for putting you through this, you know? Because right? he's. I mean, trying. at least he did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then he fucking charged him with that fucking. Because I mean, the cops are probably like, "Well, we didn't want to have to shoot the dude either, yeah, because yeah, now yeah, we have yeah. all this paperwork yeah, to go yeah. through, and they got to go to like the yeah. therapy and all that." No, they got it all on camera. They fucking. But you know. Well, I don't think, I mean, they wouldn't have gotten in trouble. I'm just saying no. that they usually have to, after they shoot a person, they usually like send them to therapy yeah. and they do all this paperwork and shit like that. Yeah. They have to go through this whole rigmarole. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, American Military 100 says, oh, Jenny, Tom would never murder you. That's your immersion in the true crime research that yeah. caused you to think that. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, but see, you never know. Because. See, this is how these bitches are. You can't, well, you can't this 100%. Now all of a sudden I'm a murderer. No, no, no. Nobody said that. Hold on. I'm going to rest. I'm just saying that a lot of times you watch... Yeah, I do watch a lot of true crime. But it's like... Oh, um, We're going to share this. Well, there would be good if there was more ice in it. Well, you want... It'll water it down. 
Just I'm, drink it. I'm from Florida. I want, I, I want ice in my shit. You know what I mean? I don't like this room temperature drink situation. That's not room temperature. That's cold. It's not cold. Oh, shit. Listen to how these bitches fucking drive me down. These bitches. Okay, all right. Well, I mean, you're going that way. I wasn't going that way. You, you were. Go. You're going to the bathroom. You're coming no, right by the ice machine. Oh, my goodness. So, <laughs> so yeah. So, anyway. I remember what I was talking about. But, yeah. So, see, that's kind of what I worry about. Because you hear these cases where she's like, you know, I started going out with this dude. We got married. We were married for, like, years and years. We had kids and all this other kind of crap. And then all of a sudden... This dude's doing all kind of crazy shit. Well, look at... Okay, like cases we've talked about... Thank you. Cases we've talked about online. Look at like fucking BTK or somebody like that. Bitch was married. Had kids. Years and years. She didn't know shit about that. She didn't know shit about that. And so, that's always... I do. I trust him 100%. Well, 99.99%. As much as I trust anybody. But it's like you can't trust anybody 100% because... There's always that thought in the back of my mind. Always that thought. Man, BTK did all that shit for like 30 fucking years. And his wife and his kids didn't know. You know? It's like I always think that. I can't help it. That's just that's just the way I am. That's just the way I am. Like I said, I'm in all that true crime shit. I know it's rare, but it does happen. I know he would, he seriously, he would never, ever, ever do anything. But... There's always that, I'm just, you know, always that tiny, tiny little percentage. Tiny percentage. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, okay, so where, oh, Zach said, um, so he's talking about the script. This character has telekinesis, and he's learning how to control it because it keeps involuntarily activating from stress. Oh my god, I love that idea. That's awesome. He has empathic uh, abilities too that overwhelm him and is in Zach on top of that. Zach, Zach is talking about. Yeah, him. yeah. But yeah, so that's what I was talking. I said, dude, I do, I do trust you. I know you wouldn't murder me, probably. But it's just, you know what I mean. Fucking weird. I watch so much true crime shit. It's just like, so there's always that tiny little thought in the back of my mind. Is he a serial Women killer? love to be scared. Is he a serial killer? Women love to be scared. Well, no, it's not so... We don't love to be scared. That I, I, That's inaccurate. We don't like to be ambushed. We don't like to be taken by surprise. Okay. So you always have to have that thought in the back of your mind, maybe this could go sideways. You have to have that, um, that warning thing on, like, all the time. You have to, because you never know. So it's not so much that we like that, it's just a survival mechanism. That's a, that's what it is. Zach, gay Zach, should I have my hat, hat on or off? I'm going to leave it up to you. Some hat people on. are saying you might put the wig on. Maybe you should put the Wigs. wig on. Fuck, man. I mean, oh, he might do a wig. I'm going to do a wig. Oh, everybody's going to be excited. You haven't done a wig in a long time. Find a wig in there. Don't close one of the cats in the closet because yeah. I'm watching. Bambi likes to run in the closet. She got trapped in there one day and I didn't know shit. I literally opened the closet for like a second and she like ran in there, I guess. And I didn't see her. And later she was like yelling for me to let her out. Oh, he's putting on his like dancing wig. I got my favorite wig. That's your favorite one? Yeah. You pro- probably should brush it. I'm going to. I'm just going to tell you. <laughs> oh man, this is fucked up. 
I told you, you, you can't just. This wig is fucked up. You can't just put them on. You gotta like Damn. brush them and style them and stuff. This shit here, man, looks like. What the fuck? <laughs> Look at this shit. Come on, come on, the thing. What this the is, fuck? It's great. Look at this. What did you do to my hair, Jim? I didn't do anything to it. What did you do to my hair, man? Would you man, like a, shit, none of this shit works. Would you like a brush? Yeah, none of this shit works. <laughs> Terry's like, yeah. <laughs> oh my none god, of this shit works. So man. fun. I love the wigs. It's so easy for you to put a wig on because you're bald. Yeah, but you do have to brush them. I mean, yeah. you can't just like put them on and have them look good. This thing's got a fucking little. Zach says he looks like the homeless dude from Mulholland Drive. Yeah, yeah not quite that bad. You gonna pop out from behind a dumpster? My shit used to look pretty with this wig on. This wig's fucked up now. I used to be able to do dancing. It's all right. Just you gotta. Well, my now that well, I have now that I have the beard and the mustache though, I look fucking funny. You don't. Uh, no, you don't. You look like you could be in like a where's the, where's the like comb? A, like a gothic metal band. Yeah. In the where's bathroom where it always is. There's all kind of brushes in there. Right. Although the big brush. Yeah. That's Pookie's brush. Pookie, I got. Pookie, I got a fucking brush. All right. All right. Yeah. Okay. Now I found a fucking pretty boy brush. <laughs> I'm gonna get pretty with this shit. That was like not super stiff, so you might have a hard time. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Is that one okay? I'm gonna start brushing my hair. These girls are gonna love it. Oh my god. Yeah. Is it like ASMR? Yeah. I oh am your god. king. <laughs> I am your king. Oh. There you go. Doing some AMS. Ooh. See, like that. Oh. Yeah. Zach says, idea for this year's Halloween costumes, you should dress as each other. That would never work. <laughs> you don't. You don't have good boobs. Yeah. You'd have to. You'd have to get your tits pierced. Yeah. Which I'll do it. But you won't let me do it. Uh. -uh. Just like you won't let me peg you. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking women, man. I'm just teasing you. I'm just teasing you. So this is what would happen. <laughs> Gonna send out a warning to you, dudes. All right. Don't ever, let these women, don't ever let these women try to peg you. Because what'll happen is, <laughs> is fucking, they'll start off with something small. Okay? And fucking. Well, yeah, I'm not going to stick like a big fucking. They're going to start off with something small. And then all of a sudden you're going to go, yeah, that's not that bad. And then before you know it, she's got you like getting bigger and bigger. And then yeah. you're like having to have sex with fire hydrants and shit. Sure. You're jumping up and down on fire and you're like a, you're like a, hey, now, you're like I an ass submit. king. You know what I mean? You're I like an ass king. You're like, you're like a super bottom, see? And then she's going to have you all turned out, and she's going to be like, I knew you were an asshole. And she's going to fuck with you, man. Do not fucking do that shit, man. Time to see down get started on that road. That shit, don't start down that Here's fucking road. Here's the thing, road. though. This is <laughs> Here's the thing. <laughs> then she's going to tell all your friends. Look at she's all... She's going to tell all your friends. I would never... Well, tell. maybe. maybe <laughs> see, maybe see, see, because no, I would. It's about power dynamic. Hey, and, and they want to fucking, they want to tell everybody. Tom, <laughs> you send porn of me to people that I don't even know about. So, no, you know, they're all people you know. I'm just saying, you send yeah. it without asking me. So it's you don't just have like to, man. so why, So why are you getting upset? <laughs> why do you get upset? You know, no, she, I'm just saying that you shouldn't be upset. If I told other people about it, I'm into it, porn a lot of times too. Because, no, 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 thank no. you, Jeffy Art, thank for you. being such a sport, Tom. Yeah, <laughs> I like the hair. Just understand. I'm just saying. Understand you have bought. 
Understand where this is probably. I mean, I was gonna say it's TMI, but holy shit, this is the sidetrack show. You guys know how it goes. You have bought me some giant fucking dildos. Yeah, but they're mostly just for. Many of them are painful. They're just for looks, though. Um, and I'll. You know, I'm down with that. It's just for the fucking videos. But (laughs) you don't want to do it, though. Hell no. You don't want to do it. It's not a man's job. All right. See, they're trying to put something up in your booty, man. Do not fucking listen to these women. That's not a cool, Tom. <laughs> so you want me? Oh, so taking it up my ass makes it cool. No, I'm I just saying. Cool then. No, I said it wasn't cool that you said don't listen to us. <laughs> we already have enough of a problem with dudes listening no, to listen us. To so it's you know what I mean. No, I can I can go on and on about how dudes actually shouldn't listen to women. <laughs> <laughs> I can give I can give I can oh, give sure fucking you examples. Can. Well, you okay. you for sure never give, listen to me. I can so give that's examples. For sure. There are certain things. Why do you, you think li- we're so frustrated with y'all all the time? <laughs> don't, don't don't do it. No, I'm just saying do y'all never listen because you don't listen. Real man doesn't listen. That's another shirt we should make. Yeah, real man don't listen. Yeah. Well, see. Yeah, we don't love that. What happened? <laughs> If you ask a woman, all right, this has been proven. You ask a woman what she wants in a man, she's going to say, well, he's got to be a billionaire. He's got to be fucking well, six everybody, foot five. Everybody wants that. He's got to fucking um, have a fucking six packs, and he's got to fucking... And she's going to name all this shit she'll never get. You know what I mean? And she's, well, that, that, I will not settle for anything less than that. Then she goes to the club and meets a guy who's five foot five she likes. She goes out with him. Don't listen to them. They but go, see, go, I've told you before. <laughs> that's a stupid way of judging what yeah. people's like types are. That was just because basic. dudes say that shit too. Like, that's just, just basic, though. Right. That's just a basic, very basic thing. Very basic. Look at who thing. people end up with, like in relationships with. Yeah. Not who they, who their ideal thing is. Right, because, yeah. like, look, my ideal house would be like a fucking castle in Ireland yeah. with like that yeah. looked like fucking Dracula shit. I know I'm never gonna have that. Yeah. So it's like that's dumb to think that it's like, oh all girls want to live in a fucking castle. That's stupid. You know what I mean? Like people's ideals, that's not boots on the ground, that's not like realistic. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's, that's like what a, I'm saying. That's, that's like just a, an example. That's like a dumb thing to that's use just, as like a judge. That's just an example. To like say that why you should never listen to like what women say because dudes say stupid shit too uh, so. they, it, um, here's well, these like like you know well, also, well, now, 300 pound 40 year old dudes that I, are like I want a hot 18 year old yeah they got those that's like that's unrealistic right. also but I understand I understand I understand, um, I understand why that is ridiculous that's fucking ridiculous alright I hear dudes say that I'm like you're yeah, fucking tripping dude that's what I mean it's ridiculous <laughs> always but, but like I know. said that's that's an ideal and I think most people know that that's not gonna happen but uh, then there's other things that it's mostly younger women saying this that I'm seeing that they're doing this shit on TikTok Although they don't say it much anymore but they used to say well we want guys that are emotionally available and that they're well yeah um, everybody wants kind that of like, you know that they're sensitive and shit but then they fucking meet guys like that and they friend zone them. That's not what they want. They actually like a dude who's fucking pretty alpha. He's got a fucking six pack. Well, like I said, all the other girls like him. It and depends. He, and he's kind of ignoring her, and she fucking likes it that. It depends on. If the you dude. give a woman too much of attention, especially early on, before you know her, she's gonna go, "Oh, he's creepy." You know. So don't. Well, do if you're too, 
No, you mean that. Well, it's a fine line. And like I said, it's you can't say across the board because everyone's different. So it's yeah. just kind of like if a dude gives you too much attention, at, like when you don't know him that well, yeah, that comes across as needy and yeah. so creepy. Yeah. That comes across as creepy. My advice, dudes, to you dudes is basically ignore women. The more you ignore them, the more they'll actually like you if you look good. Because they just see you as aloof. Now, if you don't look good... If you don't look good, it won't matter. Then it won't matter. You're invisible. They'll, they'll ignore you and either way. Yeah, 80%, 80% <laughs> of dudes are invisible. And you have to be realistic. You have to know when you're invisible. And, and it's going to be pretty obvious. Now, here's the thing. You've chosen to be invisible if you're invisible. Because basically fucking... You get in a gym, you fucking get jacked and shit. You look fucking great. You're no longer invisible. And well, I've been looking at the fucking data. I'm looking at the data having a good body and being jacked actually a woman will take that over height used to be that I thought that fucking um, the data would suggest that if the dude's over 6 foot he's got it made no because a lot of those Not dudes that are on, over 6 foot are overweight or they look like shit or they don't have a fucking they don't have any personality yeah it's not important I could beat out of dudes in their 6 feet 6 foot tall dudes all the fucking time you know um, just because of other qualities. Women are kind of in the general thing. They like an overall quality. The overall score. Um, yeah. Well, like I yeah. said, I think we're a lot more... I don't want to say forgiving, but we're a lot more... Flexible. Flexible. Yeah. Um, there's a lot more... If you don't look good, quote-unquote, like if you're weird-looking or something like that, that's not a deal-breaker. Like if you have a bunch of other shit that you could offer, like if you're super funny or you're and super rich. interesting, or yeah, if Real you have rich. money rich or, and interesting, or fun. charismatic or yeah. fun or something like that, yeah. then your looks don't really matter as much. I mean, there are dudes out there that are conventionally not good looking, but they're fucking babe magnets. You know, uh, uh, some of them are like Hollywood guys. You know what I mean? Who where you look at the dude and he's kind of goofy looking, but no, women like the dude, like that dude from fucking we were just talking about Bushimi. Buscemi's not. Steve Buscemi is Steve weird, Buscemi. is weirdly hot. Yeah, he's not. He's not traditionally good looking, but women he's, like him. He's weirdly hot. If you see certain photographs of him in different roles and shit, you can see why. You know, he he. And I he's mean, got a good character. It's hard for me to say yeah. because I mean, this is coming from a girl that my first crush was, um, Ted Cassidy, who played Lurch on the original Adams Family <laughs> yeah. show. So it's just kind a striking of like, appearance helps, guys. That's what I mean. I yeah. kind of like striking. Right. I, don't, I don't necessarily like if you're just like good looking. Like I said, a lot of the um, sort of like a list type of actors or whatever, they all kind of look the same. Kind to of generic. Me. Yeah. Um. Nope. So it's just kind of like yeah, nope. that's nope. fine, nope. but they don't really. They're not interesting. You know yeah. what I mean? They just look like all the other ones. Stop it, Pokey. So I like some. I like some interest. Yeah. Like, even if you're, like, kind of weird-looking or if you have, like... And, like I said, you have to be also, like, charismatic. You have to be, like, interesting. Funny. I like funny. Um, you know, shit like that. Tammy says William Defoe. That's another one. Oh, yeah. William Defoe is. Yeah, not a, not a traditionally good-looking... He's super hot, ...handsome though. guy, but a magnetic. Women like him. Yeah. And it's he's got a striking face, and the roles that he does and the way he handles himself, women like that. Yeah, especially if he's famous and got money. Oh, that dude's a fucking I mean, that helps man. too. Yeah, but like I said, even in the stop wild, it, Pookie. no, stop it, Pookie! Oh stop my God, up the paper. Nah. <laughs> Ow. 
we have and Christmas. she goes right over there to go do it again. We have Christmas paper. And she's yeah. like, but I was in the middle of something. Stop eating the paper, no. She's like, stop, you can't tell me what to yeah, do. Yeah, she's don't, yeah. You can. Zach says, Zach, uh, Jack Nicholson, too. Yeah, yeah, when he was young. Um, not so much now that he's older. He's a little, I don't know. Well, he's old now. That's an old That's what I mean. Now. He's like old, old. Yeah. But when he was younger, yeah. He was like, I wasn't super into that, but like, yeah, Willem Dafoe, Steve Buscemi. Um, like I said, Ted Cassidy, the original right. Lurch from I was really into that. I really liked um, John Malkovich. I really thought he was hot. Jeremy Irons. Ooh. I was all about Jeremy Irons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially in Dead Ringers. When I ride around, I go to these a couple Starbucks that I go to. And I've been going there for probably about a year, 18 months. To all the different ones. I didn't realize, but over time, all those people in there know my name. And I don't know their names. They all say hi to me when I come in and out. And I haven't said two words to those people. It's just... One of the things. You know what I mean? Fucking... But if I went in there fucking talking to everybody and fucking uh, flirting with all the fucking girls or whatever, it wouldn't be that way. Well, everyone think you were, a, think creepy, you were a, creep. a creepy weirdo. Right. Because that's what creepy weirdos do. Yeah. No, I go in there and ignore everybody and just listen to my stuff. And But they all know my name. Yeah. They all come up and ask me how I'm doing. They all, oh, well, yeah, see, yeah, that's yeah, what I mean. Yeah, it's yeah. like, that's kind of like, what you're saying is like, it's kind of better, especially if you're a dude. Less you do, the better. To be kind of aloof. Yeah. Because if you're too much... And I'm not talking about, like, when you're in a relationship. Yeah. Like, when you're in a relationship, obviously, you know, you should pay more attention and stuff. But when you're just kind of out in the wild... Yeah. If you're too interested, if you're too... Up in people's shit. Like, it comes across as desperate and yeah. weird and creepy. Yeah. And most people are going to interpret it like that. Yeah. So... And the fact that you look the way you look which yeah. a lot of people don't like you know you have the whole muscle thing and you also have the kind of gothy biker thing. shit and like, the biker thing yeah which a lot of people and you always go in there and you have all your gear on and stuff yeah so you kind of stand out we've noticed that like when we go to like Pokey, you know, i told you pokey stop holy crap she's trying to be the center of attention no no <laughs> she's just she like looks at me all guilty and blinks that's okay it's okay she's stop made a face like that but the, I mean, we've talked about that, like, when we go to, you know, the buffet, and then we go to the mall, like, we go to, over yeah. to the We go to the buffet, store. all the Chinese girls know us. Yeah. They're like, we're special. Yeah, it's they're funny. always, how are you guys doing? They, like, yeah, giggle yeah, yeah, and stuff, yeah, and it's just, like, super funny. Because yeah. we're in there all the time, you know. Yeah, we look a lot different than the other people that go there. The other ones are very overweight, retired people, and they eat a lot. We need to go there tomorrow. I'm fucking hungry. But if they eat a lot. <laughs> Although that Thai place we went to yeah, last weekend. God yeah. damn, that was good. Yeah, you want to go there? I'm thinking about it. Okay. Yeah, that's what happened. Like, Pookie, um, I told you. Pookie, stop. Holy crap. The fuck? Oh, she, <laughs> she went like that and like wrapped. She wagged her tail like. But then she okay, went back to it. You're, gonna, you're in trouble now. You're in trouble. Don't try to hide. Nah, nah. Don't try to hide. You're but on the I, show now. Oh, you're on the show, show now. You can look here with daddy. Stop now. making all that noise. See? She's like, but the paper. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so. Yeah, we. I mean, we don't look like anybody that's that goes to that restaurant. We don't yeah. look like anybody that 
is in that mall. Like we go yeah. to the mall where the bookstore is, like yeah. and get coffee and stuff. <laughs> They're looking at us and we like, like watch people and like yeah, people are like looking at us like we have three heads or something. Yeah, you know we live in kind of a it's a rural ish. It's on the edge of the city, sort of area. But when we go over there, it's more rural. Yeah, so it's like so we don't look like everybody else. That's to, for sure. Compared to Mississippi, this is big city. Yeah, which is crazy. Yeah, because it's so not to her. She she's. You know, Daytona area. Yeah, chick. I grew up in, like, red the Redneck Riviera. That's like the Redneck City. Yeah, so it's not... <laughs> Pokey, I told you. She said, I know, Daddy. That's right, you get down. You get down, down. Pokey. Get down. Sit. Are you done? Sit. Sit. Okay, she decided she was done. Sit. Okay. But, um, but yeah, so we got... we I, Last week... Here's what happened. I don't think we talked about this last week, actually. Last Saturday... I said, you know what? I was watching, I think it was Hell's Kitchen. And I said, somebody on there made pad thai. And I was like, man, I haven't had pad thai in a really long time. I was like, we should go get some of that. So there's a Thai restaurant about, it's not as far as, Jesus Christ. It's uh, not a boss lounge there. Much has changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not as far as uh, Ichiban. Yeah. Um, but here's what happened. We drove to the place. Supposedly, it opened at noon. We got there at like five minutes before noon. And we pulled into the parking lot. Nobody else was there. I looked at the menu online. I'm like, yeah, this looks pretty good. It's like reasonably priced, blah, blah, blah. So we get there. And then noon passes. We wait five, ten minutes. Tom went up and knocked on the door. Yeah. They didn't open. Yeah. So I was just kind of like, okay. Fuck down. Um, and Tom's like, well, do you want to go to Ichiban instead? I was like, no, I really want some Thai food. So we looked on my phone, and it's like, there's another Thai restaurant, like, three miles from here. And it was in this um, kind strip of... Mall. Just strip mall. There was, like, a fucking rent-a-center. Mm-hmm. There was a honey-baked ham. There was a yeah. Big Lots. I think it was yeah. a Big Lots or something like that. In there, and I think it was called... It had a weird name. Snay? Yeah, Snay Thai. Yeah. And it just looked like a tiny little whatever. Oh, and I was wow. and I was just kinda like Shit okay. was good, man. Man, it, it was, was good. so good. Oh my god. I got crab rangoon, which is a Chinese dish, and I said, I wanna see what Thai crab rangoon is like. It was fucking good. They took the Holy shit. They took it was the wonton so noodle. They had uh the cream cheese. They had um uh canned crab. Probably, yeah. Yeah, probably. And then um, turmeric in there, mixed in there, and it tasted like a little bit of sugar. What it tastes like to me. And then they deep fried it, and they gave it to you to dip into sweet, kind of like a sweet and sour sauce, like a Thai sweet and sour sauce. Yeah, we split yeah. a we split an appetizer. Man, I said just those Man, little, just so that little, fun. just that little twist to that Chinese rest to that Chinese recipe. They put a little Thai twist to it. Man, it was great. It was and worth the, it. And the filling was like, it was like pillowy. Yeah, yeah. It was like, it was really, yeah, I felt like there was a little bit of egg in there. Like it was super, super fluffy. Yeah, it was hot. You could all burn yourself on it. So that was what we had as the, as the starters. And then uh, I had uh, Thai red curry um, chicken. Hot, thai hot. Thai hot. He got a Thai chicken. hot. It was, yeah, it was good. It was I can cook tur- I can cook tur- I can I can cook curry like that too. I know that the spice mix they were using this comes in the can. I think it's called Dasani, I think is what it's called. No, that's the water. That's the water. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's the water. Yeah, <laughs> Dasani is water. Yeah. No, you go to the Asian. Mar- you go to the Asian market, yeah. and there's like These Thai cans of curry food. paste. Yeah, and it comes in a can like a tuna can. Yeah, there's like a yellow one, a hot yeah. pink one, a red one, yeah. a green one. Yeah. And, and one then, other one. And Jen got pad thai, and that shit was great. God, it was so good. And, it looked um, like pork in it. Yeah, and it had some uh, invisible chick in her 40s with her mom over there bragging about how many times she's been to Thailand, trying to get our attention. Remember that? She tried to brag about it. She, like, they were talking so loud. I was like, oh, well, they oh. came in like after we'd already yeah, started Yankees. Like, Yankee tourists oh or, or retirees. I didn't care that she went to Thailand, but uh, she was announcing like, that she went up. to Thailand. Who gives a fuck? And she I liked hate the, that. I hate when yeah. people like talk loud. Yeah, and they're like obviously just like, "Hey, everybody, be impressed with me." I'm like, yeah. nobody is. Just shut the fuck yeah, up. Like, yeah, you're invisible, babe. No one cares. You're younger than my wife, and you don't look half as good. Okay, that's what I was well, thinking. <laughs> I didn't even see what she looked like. I didn't yeah. turn around. Yeah. that you know? Uh, anyway, the uh, I was surprised that the food was that good just in a little strip mall, and it was Thai people working there. So they knew the they food was so good. I think it's a little family restaurant. It was really good. Yeah. And it's like, and you wouldn't think that, like, just from the outside. Like I said, we just ended up there because the one that we were going to go to, which is across from the trough. Yeah, it was a nicer place. Was yeah. close. Like, they didn't open in yeah. time. So we were like, fuck this, I'm hungry. You know yeah. what I mean? So we just went to another one, like, three miles away, and it was so good. Yeah. I was, like, really surprised. Now I kind of want to go there tomorrow. All right, I gotta pee again. All right, I don't and know I'm, though, man. I'm gonna but, get another drink too. Cause I'm gonna pile up on them. Well, it's actually chicken and like I said, shrimp and shit. I'm not. And I want to see that movie. I mean, I don't know if it's playing. We'll check. I just gotta check. If the movie's not playing, then we'll 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 have time. All right. And I got a fucking look. I want to tell you guys something. Going back to Mississippi, I inherited my dad's truck, but I couldn't I couldn't bring it back. It was an F-150. So uh, my cousin is down there trying to sell it. He's going to send me the money. But what I did fucking... was What I did inherit was able to bring back was all of my grandmother's fucking cast iron. All her cast iron cookware. I got two little frying pans, four big fucking frying pans of different depths with lids on it, a huge cast iron pot with a... Fucking handle on the top of it and a lid. A cast iron deep fryer. It's about that big around and about that deep. And it had an internal uh, metal uh, fucking like a, a basket with a cast iron lid on it. Wooden handles. And it was all from the 50s. All from the early 50s. It was my grandmother's shit. And I've been cooking with it. And there's just nothing like real cast iron. It has been seasoned since the 1950s. You talk about non-stick, you don't need a Teflon. You could cook an egg on any of this shit, and it would just slide across the top of it. That's how non-stick it is. And I was cooking, um, I cooked some Thai curry in it. Excuse me, it was, it was butter chicken, that's what it was. And I had the butter chicken in the bottom of the... The, butter, the, the chicken fell to the bottom of the pan inside the uh, the sauce and it was still able to, to brown even though it was submerged in, um, in, 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 butter, in butter chicken sauce. That's how good cast iron cooks. I would probably think the only other thing that would ever rival, would ever rival it 
would be fucking copper, copper pads. But even those, I don't think they're quite as non-stick. Copper can heat up fast, but there's something about cast iron. And then I took those cast iron pads and made pad pizzas in them. I got some part of a pad pizza down there in the refrigerator right now, last fucking slice. I was telling about all the damn cast iron I inherited. That's right, yeah. He got yeah. like a whole... Brought yeah, that back in that rental car in a fucking truck. <laughs> I haven't tried the cast iron deep fryer yet. We need to try that out. You know what? Let's, let's make some tempura or something. No. Th- no? Th- no, what I'll do is just I'll thaw those chicken thighs on the bone that I have down there and I'll fucking bread them and deep fry them like deep fried chicken. Okay. Southern fried chicken. Or, or, you know. That sounds good too. Yeah, I'll do that. I don't know how many will go in there. Chicken you made? Maybe two thighs will go in there at a time. I'm not sure. But uh, I just got to experiment with that deep fryer. Mm. I mean, the butter chicken you made in the cast iron was really good. I was telling them the fucking chicken was, <laughs> was browning in the sauce. Yeah. You didn't have to brown it outside of the sauce. It was in yeah, the sauce. Yeah, because normally you would. Yeah, normally you would. But That's how good the conduction was. Mm. Now you're making me hungry. Mm-hmm. I had a little bit of the butter chicken earlier. Like, yeah. Several hours ago. But you know what I mean. <laughs> Pretty as I am, I'm going to start thirst trapping these motherfuckers. Right? I'm going to start I thirst them. trapping like the last time I thirst trapped and got all those damn super chats. You might have to take like, your pants off or yeah, something. I took my pants off and everything. <laughs> <laughs> you look like you should be in like fucking... Um, <laughs> fucking coming up here. Like, <laughs> there he goes. You look like you should thirst be in like, London after midnight or something. Yeah, but oh, you should be stripping... Third. Oh, he's stripping. Oh, look, he's got the he's got the Jockmail gay underwear on. His gay underwear. I'm gonna stop look. it. Stop it. That's stop all it. I'm gonna do. That's all I'm gonna do. Let's see. Okay. All I have to do is suggest it, and you'll do Just it. Just suggest that shit. These <laughs> bitches don't know. Every now and then, a motherfucker got to demonstrate. <laughs> Every now and then, a motherfucker got to demonstrate. What you think that, Zach? Go tell your boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I love shows. I love when the show goes like this. <laughs> Sex really... said Tom should get a what? A merkin. A merkin. A merkin. I don't know what a merkin is. I feel like I've heard that word before, but I'm not sure what it is. I don't know what a merkin is. Kind of odds on said that's another shirt, dude. What's another shirt? Wait, your underwear is another shirt? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't. Yeah, you got it. I don't. Con, I don't know the fucking quote, bro. <laughs> got a thirst trap, a motherfucker? That might have been the damn. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, yeah. I do like all those gay underwear that you have. All my underwear are gay. They are pretty. Much. They're all gay. You yeah. don't have those super rainbow. If you don't, no, they're not super rainbow. They're yeah, all they're black, like, black yeah. and red. Black and red, black yeah. and white, black. Yeah. And, yeah. I think yeah. you have black, black and, and green. green. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You do have the one that's black and red. That's yeah. like, <laughs> that has like the ass hanging out though. Yeah, yeah. I like those. Okay. I got something that a cup goes in it. Yeah. Yeah, phone cup. He's like, here, I got the, I got these for you. Here, your fucking package be huge <laughs> with a, with shit. a little ass. <laughs> it's hilarious. Hilarious. Well, like yeah, I said, that I'm performing co- in that shit, man. Well, you know, I need to wear that shit to the club. Next time we go to the club, I'll start fucking dancing. I'll take my pants off while I'm dancing. I'll yeah, get that, my stripper pants that sounds on. Sounds like some shit you would do. I'll put some. Uh, I'll get that other pants and I'll cut them down in the middle and put Velcro so I can just pull them off like a stripper. Yeah. Yeah, on the dance floor. That would be awesome. People would fucking love it, man. They yeah, would go probably, crazy. They probably would. Yeah. Because <laughs> that is totally some shit that you would be yeah. like, yep, that's Tom. I'll do that shit too when Toby's out there. Oh, my God. 
Oh man, fucking Toby showed up last time. Fucking me, me and Jim were dancing, and Toby fucking comes up and starts dancing out back up against the fucking DJ booth, and he's fucking going down on his knees like he's blowing me. The girls are fucking loving. He wasn't blowing me though. It was just, it just looked like it. He was just pretending. It just looked like it. He was just playing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he'll do that Having with the, a hand on his head. He'll do that with that. He'll do that with the girls too. Like, yeah, he does with the girls. He'll kind of kneel down and yeah. like, pretend he's like eating your pussy. Yeah, like, but you know what I mean. But actually, like, he'll put really. his hands up in you. Um, <laughs> he put his hands up and grabbed Jed's puss one time. I didn't mind. It was a long time ago. Fucking, he's a friend of ours, but he was drunk. He was super drunk. Super fucking drunk. Um, it did surprise me. Yeah, because all of a sudden. Because, yeah. you know, I was just wearing something that didn't have any... Um... If, you, if you're new to the show, Toby's my my club buddy, and he's a, uh, a leather daddy. Uh, he's a little bit older than me. He's a nurse that works down at the fucking Orlando Hospital. He's in real good shape, fucking, fucking girls. It was, yeah, I told he him once great. That, and he's a great... He's, his he's his whole aesthetic is yeah. great, and he's Duke a dance. really good dancer. Yeah. And, man, we've seen shit over the fucking past 15 years with that dude. He'd be out there dancing. And, He's awesome. I love him. And the girls would just be fucking drooling over him. And I'd be talking to him sometimes. I'm like... <laughs> it's like, it's too bad you're I'm not like, straight. dude, man, you are fucking hurting <laughs> these women's feelings, man. Fucking, why are you walking away from this shit? You know what I mean? Fucking, they got dudes that He's, not, kill in, he's, he's like, not into it's it. It's just not me. He's not into like, it. Fucking, you know, he's not into girls. He's just He's not. just not into it, no. Unless he really likes you, but he's going to go to me. Man. Yeah, he set, likes, he loves you. Yeah. me. You got to be cool. <laughs> But he's into dudes. He's into black dudes. He loves fucking big fucking black dudes. He likes big, muscly. Yeah, but yeah, yeah he's but very much into. Now he's fucking. That dude's no joke, man. Fucking, uh, he's packing. You can see, he fucking shows that shit off. That shit fucking comes around, wraps around the fucking side of his leg. He was out there fucking dancing, and me and fucking Jenner watching him dancing, fucking watching three girls just sitting there, just fucking looking at his package so hard. Like his pants were gonna catch on fire, <laughs> just looking at his fucking bulge. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. It's big. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking. So you're not talking about a little dick, motherfucker. He'd fucking hurt you. You chasing them. A lot of them gays. He chase them away. But he's cool as shit. Yeah, he's real fucking cool. He's cool as shit. I'll show you a picture. But I mean, yeah. Yeah, I'll show you a picture. Everyone was drunk one night, and... He rides. He's a biker. And random yeah. uh, fingers went up in a place. Yeah. Bad motherfucker. And I was just kind of like... I was going to be mad, and then I saw it was him, but he was, like, super drunk, and I was yeah. just kind of like... Mm, that was right. a long time ago. I'll allow it. Yeah, that was, like, was years and years ago. ago. It did surprise me, though, because he kind of yeah. snuck up behind me. So I was just kind of like... Okay. He didn't realize what he was doing. No, I don't think he did. He was well, and like I said... Like I said, if anybody, if he was loaded, if a random motherfucker did that, I oh, would, yeah. I will yeah. knock your fucking teeth out. Yeah. But I saw that it was him, and he was like super loaded, and I was just like, eh, that's yeah. Okay. See, when he gets up on her, when he gets drunk, he gets up on her. It's not like, a, it's not like a, it's like lesbianism. There's just something lesbian about it. I don't know what it is. It is kind of. Yeah. Like I said, he's not really, he's not into chicks, but for no. some reason, he loves me. I don't really know yeah. why. Your personality, he likes you. Because I'm super... Well, no, he told me, he told me he thought you were hot as shit. Really? Long time ago. He's like, man, she's fucking hot. <laughs> That's funny. Well, he was complimenting me. I'm a, um... Yeah. I'm an acquired taste. Yeah. That's for sure. All right. <laughs> that's Toby. Oh, that's a good picture of him, actually. Yeah, that's Toby. Yeah. He is rad as shit. I love him. Yeah. And he comes out like pretty much every goth night. He's out. Yeah. 
And his big thing, he's older than we are. Yeah, right? by about five, six years. Yeah, maybe, he's in his fifties. Yeah. Um, but man, he loves the fucking eighties new wave shit. And yeah. like I said, he's there. I think he's there every Saturday night when they do eighties. Which he, shit? That makes me want to go like do the eighties shit. <clears throat> maybe we should do that. He loves them superhero fucking costumes and shit. And he <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, he, he bought this badass gym set, trying to get it together. Yeah. Big gym machine. He wanted me to help him put it together. But he's getting ready to go on fucking test. Although he he never follows through. That other guy fell, followed through. Which one? Mark Williams. Remember the big guy. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What? I don't know. Hold on. Kind of awesome. So, 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 sometimes a motherfucker got to demonstrate. Yeah, Tom's always got to demonstrate. We talking about? But you taking your pants off earlier? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> sometimes. Him. I mean, to him. be fair, him. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. He actually got all the information. He's, I like that dude. He, yeah, he he got all the information and fucking. Um, he he's fucking hooked up with my fucking international brokers. He's how he, old is he? He's a little bit older than me. Okay. You wouldn't know by looking at him. Look, well, because I've seen him forever, and I didn't really know how old he was. This is what gear can do to a female. She's fucking 56 years old. Yeah, that's five years older than I am. Yeah, and and she's a, she's fantastic. And that's another um, content creator. She's from Florida here. But she's also a fitness instructor. But it works on women, too. Yeah, you don't necessarily have to. I mean, I like I said, I kind of feel like I got lucky in the sense that I got jeans for, like, young looking. Her mom still looks young. Yeah, my mom is turning 70. Yeah. In a couple of days. She looks like Piazzadora. Yeah. Like I said, I might go see her this week because, okay. you know, my stepdad just died. Yeah. So, and but I don't she know what she's going to... I mean, you know, like uh, like I said, my brother lives around there, so he went out and helped her with the funeral arrangements and all that. But and my sister's coming down from Atlanta on Sunday, and I w- and I always like to see my sister too. So yeah. I don't know, I might go Sunday or Monday or something. But like I said, you're coming with me because I'm not driving all that okay. way by myself. Fuck that! I don't want that car breaking down and me getting murdered by Leatherface. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, kind of saying sometimes a motherfucker got to demonstrate. Yeah, yeah, I was trying to fucking thirst trap and didn't even make any fucking money. I know. I know. It's what kind of cheap whore I am. Yeah. <laughs> All I have to do is suggest it and you'll do it. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. All I have to do is say it and you'll do it. Yeah. Pretty what much. What time is it? Oh shit. It's, it's just turned 10? Okay. It's only 10. We're not going anyplace. We're going to go off the end. I don't want to do this all night. I'm getting hungry, too. I know, but it's like, you know, I'm having a good time. Though. Right. You do look kind of nice with the long hair. Like I said, you look like you're... I had to go to the... I had, I had to go to the fucking um, buffet I, like you this. You already... I had to go to the buffet <laughs> like this. Go to the fucking Chinese buffet. See if they recognize They'll it. think that I'm, like, with some other dude. Yeah, yeah. And they'll, like, report what it back to, the to you. Guy? Yeah, yeah. It's like, hey, um, I think she might be cheating on yeah. you, bro. Yeah, I got... I'm like uh, fucking uh, heavy metal Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, heavy metal Jesus. Yeah. You kind of look like who's that other? Who's that band? That's the like the gothic metal band. There's a lot of them. <sighs> the main one, you know what I mean. Why can't I remember their name? It's like right, it's right on the tip of my tongue. Danzig. No. Gothic metal band. Who was the one that did fucking? Um, 
God damn it. I'll remember it in like... What'd they do? That's what I'm trying to remember, but I can't remember. You know what I'm talking about, probably. Mm-hmm. I can see him. I can see him in my mind. Typo negative. I, there! That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, that's okay, it. Yeah. You look like the typo negative, the guy from Tech. <laughs> yeah. Typo negative. That's what you look like. Except he didn't have... Little facial. wolf skin boots. Yeah, he didn't have facial Cozy hair, though, right? right? No, he didn't. He didn't. Yeah, I didn't think he was so. fucking super tall, that dude, too. Was he? He died of something. Did he? Some kind of heart problem. I Wait, is he, he dead? I think he died a long time ago. I didn't know that. Yeah, I think I did that a long time ago. I didn't know that. If, I, if, if memory serves. You look that up. All right. I don't remember that. I mean, it, that could be true. I, don't, I think he you know, it's not. I didn't really keep track of it, but you know what I mean. I wasn't super up, in, up on uh, Gothic Metal. Like, I peripherally was aware of it, but I wasn't really, like, into it. So, So that dude could be dead. I don't really know. I just, you know, I remember seeing pictures of him at the time, and that's who you remind me of with that hair on, except for the facial hair. His name was Peter Steele, wasn't it? Or K- K- Peter Steele, was that his name? Uh, I don't know. Don't ask me. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, Danny says, somebody said, what uh, Zach said earlier about a Merkin. Yeah. That is a fake, it's a wig for your pubes. What kind of like shit it's is a, that? It's a wig... It's a beautiful is that? Yeah, he died in 2010 at 48. Oh, shit. Yeah. Of what? Let me see. Hmm. See, I didn't know that. Yeah, typo negative. That's what I was thinking of. I have a couple other songs on my fucking phone, but it's like for some reason I couldn't think of that name to for the life of me. I didn't know that dude was dead, though. That was never a huge fan. Uh, as a result of dependence on alcohol and cocaine, he developed oh. problems with some of his internal organs. Well, okay. um, sepsis, what killed him. Shit, dude. By diverticulitis. 48? Yeah. That's it was young. reported as heart failure at 48. That's what they always say, though. Yeah. Drugs killed him. Man. That's crazy. I th- that's always crazy to like to think about when people are like that. Yeah. Or like younger than me. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. And then they drop dead. Ooh. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, Tammy's talking about all the um all the stuff that she got from uh her grandparents. What she ca- get? All the cast iron stuff. Yeah, she got all the cast iron too. I mean, yeah. that shit lasts like forever. Yeah, it was I couldn't believe like, like when three generations when you came home cast and like iron. had all that stuff. Yeah, I was just kind of like, holy crap! Look yeah, I come up in the damn rental car and I'm like, fucking, look at this! I'm this fucking <laughs> like cast, cast, cast iron. iron. Like, what the fuck is this? You don't know. This is a fucking treasure. <laughs> yeah, it's working good though. That was fucking several hundred dollars worth of shit. Well, yeah, if that more that shit lasts forever. Yeah. Invest in cast iron. It's a good thing. It lasts forever, seriously. They were talking about earlier Guy Pierce. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he was great in Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. I still need to show Tom that movie. I love that fucking movie. It's about drag queens. I don't know if you'd really be into it, but Guy Pierce was in it. You know, the dude that played... um, What's his name from the Alien movies? He was in... uh, What's that Alien movie you love so much? 
Prometheus. Prometheus, yeah, he's, yeah. In, he's in Prometheus. That's Guy Pierce. He played a drag queen when he was young in uh, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. He played a drag queen? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I hear. It's an Australian movie. It's good, actually. It's really good. I've seen it several times. I might have it on DVD, actually, now that I think about it. A bunch of DVDs over there. Yeah, High Desert knew, knew about it. Yeah, he Yeah. I didn't know that he had died, actually. Like I said, I wasn't ever a huge fan. I like a couple other songs, but I hadn't really followed them. He's also in the Time stuff. Machine. I like the Time Machine. A lot of people didn't like the Time Machine. But I liked it. Guy Pierce. I remember it being okay. I liked it. And it had that dude that's down there. He was fucking with a Morlock. Down in the cave with all the white hair. Yeah. It's a pretty good scene. Who are you to judge millions of years of evolution? Yeah, that was, fucking, that was a cool fucking... Maybe we should review that. Yeah. I haven't seen it in a long time. I've seen the original lots of times. And I've read the book, too. But I've only seen that version one time, I think. So, um, let's do a, a quick uh, um, fucking survey. With wig or without wig? What's better? Probably with wig. I Everybody mean... seems to like the wig. It's a different vibe. A different look, yeah. I probably look totally different. I like you either way. Yeah, you do yeah. look like a totally different person. Yeah. <laughs> I like you either way. You look less, weirdly, you look less scary with the wig on. Really? I mean, you still look scary <laughs> to normal people. I look more civilian. Yeah. I don't know if I'd get, no, I wouldn't okay. go that far. I'm just saying that, you know, it, you're just like, with the bald head. Yeah. And all the stuff, it's like you're just kind of like terrifying you're going to kill you. And then it's like a couple, like a notch or two down. Now it's like I might not kill you, but I might like sacrifice your baby or something. What I need to do now is I need to get one of the fucking one of those uh, Star Trek Klingon outfits. The, the armor. See now. Yeah. yeah. Now you're talking. Yeah. Now you're talking. Fucking dress up like fucking Commander Krug. Are we going to do some videos like that? Like some weird like fucking Star Trek cosplay? Yeah, do co yeah we could do fucking Star Trek cosplay. <laughs> Porn. I mean, there's a there's we'll a market. Dress up as Klingons. There's a market for that. Yeah, I could do that. Yeah, <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> yeah, High Desert said Tom just needs some white pancake makeup, and he could be in a black metal band. Yeah. See, that's what I thought. You definitely look like someone who could be in like a death metal band, yeah. or like a goth metal band. For real. Now he's brushing. Yeah. That's not the best brush, though. It was the brush that I grabbed. That's not the good one. Yeah. The good one is the one with the white handle. Yeah. The one with the purplish handle is Pookie's brush. So it's all full of cat hair. <laughs> that one I don't use because it's too soft. Doesn't really work on my fine-ass hair. You look nice, though. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know. I kind of I like it. It's a different. It's a different vibe. You want me to hit with this on, huh? Well, would you? Yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah, I'll put that shit on. Put your legs out. Put your legs out. <laughs> oh, I put my legs oh, out. Yeah, now? put your legs out now. I fucking put this shit over my fucking head. <laughs> oh, I, my I got you now. Oh my goodness. I got you now. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Look at the Man. camera. Look at the camera. I got you now. I mean, it's a good thing I did my toes. That's all I can say. <laughs> That's funny. Holy crap. 
This is what happens. This yeah. is what happens around this house. <laughs> this is what happens around this house. He just comes in the office and he's just kind of like, I, yeah. don't care, I don't care what you're doing. We're just gonna. He's just gonna. He's just gonna throw me right down on the floor and like do that fucking shit. It happens sometimes. He, it does happen sometimes. Yeah. He doesn't care. So you're like, brace yourself, woman. <laughs> <laughs> They're in there laughing. <laughs> They're in there laughing. Mm. <clears throat> okay. I like it, though. Yeah. I like it. So. Heidi just says Trekkie porn. Oh, there, yeah. There's porn of that. There's porn of everything. Any little niche you can think of, there's porn of that. There's porn of that. Sorry, I just heard the cat. Heard the cat. Uh, Danny says both versions of the time machine were good. Yeah. And the film, the butterfly effect pretty much ripped off the guy Pierce time machine flick, but still decent. Yeah. I remember that being okay. I haven't seen it in a long time. I haven't seen it in a long time. Um, let's see. Yeah. Everybody says with wig. With the wig. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. I do kind of like it, but like I said, it's weird cause it doesn't really look like you. Although the weird thing about it is that, I don't know, I've been with you a long time, so it's just kind of like, I, I didn't know you bald at first, because you had hair all this time. Look at you. You had hair, That's like, funny. most of the time. Yeah. You've only been bald, like, for a couple of years, with facial hair. And it's just funny to me that, like, people that just know you with bald with facial hair... Like, think you look weird with hair, with hair yeah. and with no facial hair. Yeah. But that's, like, how I knew you most of the time. But like I said, I'm around you all the time, so it's not that weird. You know what I mean? Because I see all the transitions. <laughs> you know. What are you, are you trying to take yeah, selfies of yourself? Yeah, and I'm sharing that shit. Are you, are you really? <laughs> I'm going to send that shit to Laura. Are you really? Shit. Yeah, I sent that shit She's to She's going to be like, so, uh... Send it to Soph. Oh my god, he's sending it to all the girls he know. I was, yeah. Two days there. I couldn't really see it all that good, so yeah, I don't, all, yeah. it's I don't not know how it turned out. Just it's not that good? Just, nah. It's like, look at look at this beautiful hair. Yeah. <laughs> this beautiful hair that I have. Beautiful fake hair. Yeah. I have my real hair on today. Yeah, that's Jen's real hair. That's my real hair. Yeah. I just didn't really feel like... I mean, it's Friday. I didn't really feel like putting a wig on. Plus, I just washed it. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like all clean and stuff. I'm down 30% fucking power. Oh, no. I got another one, though. You got another one. Yeah. I got another yeah. charge, though. It'll be all right. It's early I got two, still. two of these. It's early still. Yeah. It'll be... It'll be fine. Danny says, I like the curly wig better. What curly wig? Oh, the blonde The Michael one? Caine one. Yeah, that one. <laughs> that you got when you were being Michael Caine in the hand. Yeah, yeah. That was ridiculous. <laughs> that was a great fucking costume. Yeah, when I did the hand. Yeah. I wonder where that fucking uh, blue jumpsuit is. Yeah, where it's does that be, go? It's got to be around here somewhere. Where did the fake hand go? I, I know that's yeah. here somewhere still. It's around here somewhere. It's probably in here someplace. Yeah. I mean, there's so much like fucking horror movie <laughs> memorabilia <laughs> in here. Hand, yeah. 
oh my god that was so awesome like yeah he had like the blue jumpsuit yeah and the michael kane hair it was actually a willy wonka wig yeah it's a willy wonka wig was i think what they sold it as. <laughs> yeah. but it looked like michael kane's hair from that movie yeah. and it's like then he had like the fake hand like yeah. on his shoulder it was so good and i was just kind of like he's like well nobody know what that is i don't care i know what that is and the people that know i gotta get some ant acids man it'll be funny it'll be funny yeah, Danny says, is he fucking you? <laughs> Tom still says that in the Michael Caine voice sometimes. Sometimes. That's such a great movie. I feel like a lot of people don't talk about it. I saw it when I was a kid and it freaked me out because when I was, well, probably still nowadays, but like when I was a kid, anytime that anyone's limbs were severed, well, I was like, I, well, I was freaked out by beheading big time. I still am. But anytime anyone's limbs got severed, that like freaked me out big time. So I saw the hand when I was Damn, maybe, maybe 10 or 11. And the fact that the dude's hand got cut off like in a freak car accident, which I thought, oh my God, that could happen to me. That'd be fucked up. And like that freaked me out so bad. And then like the hand's like walking around and stuff. But it's such a good movie though. That's a great movie. If you guys it's have so never good. seen the hand, it's Al Oliver Stone did it. That's his first movie. Yeah, it's his first movie. It's his and first movie. It's based on a novel. But. Yeah. And um, John Milius, guy who was doing stuff like Conan, he was involved and he was friends with Stone. And uh, Conan kind of shows up in um, The Hand. Cause yeah, the, the guy Mandrow. Mandrow is and that was that's that, the cartoon that, that was he's the cartoon drawing. He was drawing. Yeah, because he's a cartoonist. And it was the two movies kind of go hand in hand. Milius was doing Conan, which was basically about masculinity. Okay, Conan was actually like a, a very positive masculine figure. Uh, the, if you go through, we did a whole show on it. That mythos is like how to be a man. The rules of how to be a man is that's what that, that's what's in that movie, and what a woman offers you, and what your friends offer you, and what old men offer you, um, what your enemies offer you. That and that men are a creation of other men, not just their mom and their dad. But the hand was about toxic masculinity. Oh, big time! It was it was reversed, and it, and. Milius and Stone were talking about the movies that they were making and, and, the, and the, the, the scripts that they were writing. And it was supposed to be that. Um, the Michael Caine character in, in, in The Hand uh, is fucking writing about a Conan-like character. But he doesn't really live up to Conan. He's the opposite of Conan in real life. His wife... The Hand is about possession. And... Being overly possessive is a part of toxic masculinity. There is a toxic masculinity. Oh, big time. Big time. Yeah, but a lot of times, you know, women will just throw that out. They're, they're you know, toxic masculinity. No, there, there is a specific thing that is toxic. And one of the things is to not let people go. And that's what, and to not let things go. Sometimes you lose. You have to let it go. You can't try to keep it. It'll destroy you. And well, and if really, it's a person it's, that doesn't yeah. want to be with you anymore, you right. obviously can't keep that. And that's person. really what the, that's really what it was. Because that's was what a, he was trying to. He do. was kind of a possessive dude, 
and he was controlling, and his wife wanted to leave him, and he wouldn't let her go. Yeah. And that was the the, the main underlying thing of, of the story. And he got weaker and weaker. Uh, but, well, no, he got morally weaker, and he became more murderous, mm-hmm. you know, uh, because he wasn't letting her go, which is not what Conan would do. So the two movies actually work well together. It is an was, interesting double feature, actually. Yeah, it's like a double feature. Right. But a lot of people don't know that. But you read the... Uh, there's like uh, the commentary. Um, I think Stone mentions Conan, and he mentions Milius in the commentary of, of, uh, of, the, of hand. the hand. Yeah. And um, there's just stuff that... Mil- Milius and Stone fucking were both kind of... Um, guys that believed in positive masculinity. Sure. You know, that they, they were that kind of dude. And that was actually... The story of Conan is the same story of Apocalypse Now. Milius had a hand in that, too. Oh, who, who did that fucking uh, Apocalypse Now, the director? He was great, too. Francis Ford Coppola. Yeah. He was good, too. He listened to... He listened to Milius about how legendary tales should be told and especially the the redo the redux the the full fucking the full length director's cut version of apocalypse now is fucking awesome and it ends the same way as conan ends he gets up the river and finds out that in a way kurtz is the wellspring from which he flows and that he sees he sees kurtz now and understands what kurtz told him about warfare but he kills him anyway. And then he leaves with, he leaves, he turns his back on the cult. He doesn't become part of the warrior cult in the way that, you know, Thulsa Doom or the way that Colonel Kurtz fucking had this shit set up. And he leaves with an innocent. In, in Conan, he leaves with the princess he was supposed to rescue. And in Apocalypse Now, he leaves with um, the surfer, Lance. Because Lance was an innocent too. If you watch real clearly, if you watch closely throughout the movie, Lance didn't kill anybody. Lance was more of an observer of the war. He really didn't take a part in it. But uh, it was a good... Uh, Lance was innocent. It was just a good flick, and it was uh, just another retelling of Conan. Well, there's a lot of thought put behind it. I yeah. think, like, people... It's mythic storytelling. Yeah, I, I think, like, yeah. some people are, like... They watch a movie and it's just kind of like, and you do um, like an analysis of it, and people are like, yeah. oh, you're overthinking it and stuff like that. But that's no. not the case. No, they thought about that. Yeah. I mean, they're storytellers, they're writers. Yeah. So they think about all that. Milius kind of was great, man. He thought about the shit. Everything was mythic. Another retelling of Conan is Jeremiah Johnson. Mil- Milius did that screenplay also, and that's a great Robert Redford movie. And he was the American Conan. How I mean, that's he, partially based on a real on a partially, story. Uh, supposedly a real guy. There's yeah, a lot of stuff about <laughs> Liver Eaton Johnson may have been a damn... Uh, part of it might have been sure. Tall Tales, but he was a real Old West character, mountain man. He was the American Conan. and um, But uh, all those movies are should be... Much, you, if you're a dude, you need to see those movies and you need to analyze them because the messages in them are true. Mythology is true. It's just a mythology is a is is a way to tell stories to teach you things, and they teach you 
uh, principles that are um, timeless. Like in Buddhism, there's only one kind of truth. And, and, and truth is something that's true and is always true, a universal truth. Other things are only true temporarily. And that's not true truth. Like, I'm, I'm 54. That's true, but it's only a temporary truth. Next year, I won't be that age. That's like a good example. Or, you know, I'm strong now, but that's not a universal truth. I, won't be, I wasn't strong before when I was a little kid, and I'm not going to be strong when I'm on my deathbed. Everything is temporary. But there are some truths, real truth is always true. And Siddhartha Gautama, the first Buddha, said the only, there are only four noble truths or things that are always true. One, life is suffering. That's always true. Two, you suffer because you desire things that in the end will disappoint you. Three, as long as you're desiring these things, you'll sense suffering at their loss. Four, the only way you can ever be free from this is to reach nirvana, which is enlightened indifference. And that's actually that's shown throughout the Conan movie. Uh, that, that, that lesson's in there. That's also a little bit in Jeremiah Johnson and... The opposite of that is told in the hand. The hand is fa about failure, basically. A, a failed man. He becomes a monster. Well, he becomes a monster in the yeah. sense that because he could not control yeah, his, his dark, wife his, the way he wanted to and he yeah. couldn't control his dark emotions, right. he either, because they do leave it ambiguous as to whether the hand actually was going out and killing people... Or whether he was doing it and was attributing it to, to a, a, a paranormal, to a yeah. paranormal, like you know, yeah. he thought his hand was doing it. That was how he yeah. was perceiving it. They leave, kind of leave it ambiguous. Yeah. But that's kind of the thing about it is that, you know, um, what was I? Where was I going with that? Um, I totally forgot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had this whole like thing, and then yeah. I was just like, "What? I don't know. Oh, I didn't know where mind, you were going. Never mind. You, you were going it. somewhere good with it, but I, yeah. I was. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it basically is about toxic masculinity. I yeah. think we don't, because we reviewed the movie a while back. Yeah. And that, and I think we discussed that in this because it's like, he was the kind of person, and he was pretty much established at the beginning as kind of a shitty person. Yeah. He was a shitty husband. Yeah. Uh, he was a shitty dad. He was a shitty man. Just in general. He, well, I would call him mediocre. Yeah, and, like and not. Kind of, yeah, like not actively evil. No, and really, his wife. I didn't agree with everything that she did. Her solutions, I don't think were were good. But it didn't matter. What the lesson was is that she wanted to go. There's no way and you he, could wouldn't keep, he wouldn't let. Yeah, her. right. Right. And his and all of the problems stemmed Stem from, from that. Him not letting her. Right be the way she because she kind of went into more like new agey kind of shit she yeah. started like going to yoga she's totally different and he him. kept like making fun of her yeah right yeah, and that. just like belittling yeah she started cheating on him with the fucking dude yeah because and, it's like she was just constantly being belittled yeah, and it's like right. she couldn't leave a lot of it, can't, it, it it basically stemmed from him and um he just couldn't he couldn't uh, he couldn't let it go and uh that that's kind of where he could not accept loss, hand, trying to hold everything. Right. You know, and that's not the way reality is. Reality is about things being transient. They come and go. They come and go. They come and go. Yeah, you can nurture a relationship. If you don't nurture it, it will go. 
Or it's going to go eventually anyway because you're going to die. Or the other person will die. Or you'll die together and then it'll go. Nothing is permanent. Yeah. So the idea is, is that you live in the here and now. You try to do things to plan for a good future. If it doesn't work out, you have to get over it. you got to move on. You know. You can't like... Well, you can't Or hang, you die. Well, you can't hang on to things and people that, that are... That you've lost anyway. Gone that yeah. you've lost. Right. Like that's not... Right. And that's, that's, re- that's really what the, the story of the hand was. Yeah. About a motherfucker who couldn't let go. He was killing innocent girls. He killed an innocent girl who liked him. Yeah. But she was going to fuck another dude. Yeah, well, he because didn't... he was a teacher and he yeah. was, like, getting in all the, like, students yeah. and stuff. Which but she, again, she never... It was never an exclusive relationship to begin with. Yeah, like they never... let her go. That's what I mean. They never right, established yeah. that. Right. Like, she never established, hey, I'm not going to fuck other dudes. No. She so, was just kind of a free spirit. She just fucked whoever she wanted at the time. Yeah, I mean, she was a student. And he tried to keep it. Yep. And he was old. Right, yeah. And he got mad. He wasn't as old as you think he was, though. He was only well, like 40. older than her. Yeah, she was I mean. in her 20s. She was like her dad's yeah. age. But back in those days, a 40-year-old dude looked a lot older, didn't he? Yeah, he did, yeah. Mm. And honestly, I don't even know how old Michael Caine was when he did that. He was about 40. And she was probably about 25. Yeah. So she wasn't that... He seemed a lot... I mean, the age seemed, gap seemed... Seemed a lot more, but... A lot more. Yeah. But I guess it wasn't. Wasn't that bad. 15 years, maybe. Maybe. Old people looked a lot older back then. Yeah. I've noticed. Young people looked older back then. Too. They did, yeah. Everybody looked older. <laughs> yeah. Everybody looked older. Uh, Danny says, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels is Michael Caine's best film, in my opinion. I haven't seen it. It's good. You yeah. probably like it, actually. Yeah. I haven't seen it in a long time. But yeah, it's funny. And Joseph says, Zulu was a great debut for Michael Caine. Yeah, that was a good movie, too. I haven't seen uh, it in a long time. Yeah, Sabrina said, is was Apocalypse Now based on The Heart of Darkness? That's yeah. what I was thought. Yeah, Joseph yeah, Conrad's is. Heart of Darkness. Yeah, that's yeah, what Apocalypse Now was based on. It's just set in a different setting and a slightly different lesson. So. Yeah, they updated it for yeah. the Vietnam War because obviously the book was not set in the Vietnam yeah. War. But it was the same general story. Yeah, and a lot of stuff shown in there was not accurate to the Vietnam War. Um some of my squad leaders served in Vietnam as infantry and they liked that movie but they were saying like no man it, it fucking Vietnam was most of those fire bases were fucking tight as shit everything was run by the numbers and by the books there wasn't a lot of chaos in them but they had to show that as you went up the river it got worse and worse and worse as it got close to yeah cuts. it's not it's not yeah. a real it's not a documentary you're right they're trying to portray yeah um, you know, a fictional. They're trying to say it's something thematically. Yeah. yeah. Um, through the, you know, through yeah. a realistic thing. It's but art, it, right? It's, it's not. Artist. It's not a documentary. Now, some of the stuff that happened is based in things that would really happen. Sure. But overall, you, it, it's an artistic depiction of of a tale. Okay, about a dude who's facing the heart of darkness, and. What the heart of darkness was 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 war, true war, not corporate warfare like America does or imperial warfare. True warfare is tribal warfare and it's genocide. That's what real war is, and that's what Colonel Kurtz tells him. He says we put it. He goes, you know, I found a pile of inoculated arms, and he goes, and it hit me like a silver bullet or like a diamond bullet in my head. If I had only had a thousand men like this who could do it, the purity, the genius of that, that our, prob- our problems here in Vietnam would be over very quickly. And so he started to go out and assassinating the people who were actually behind the war, not fighting soldiers. Because the soldiers are just, they're innocent. You can kill soldiers, they just replace them with other ones. 
Yeah. You have to go after the civilians that are waging the war. They're the ones that are actually doing it. And you can't spare anybody. Women and children. You know. You're trying to annihilate an entire enemy culture. And that's not the way America and empires wage war because they're not really waging war. They're trying to get something out of the situation in the way a gangster would try to get money out of a victim. So they're not trying to eliminate the enemy. They're trying to just weasel their way into that system and make money off of it. It's a project. And that's why we lose. If you don't want to fucking commit genocide and war crimes, don't wage war. That's what war actually is. Look at 5,000 years of human history. All right? What it really was is what the Romans did. They just come in and just killed everybody and stole everything and then fucking took all the women back and sold them as slaves to Rome. That, that's really what it really is. Um, so... What we do to these other countries, you know, and fucking, you know, I was a part of it. I worked for them. What we do to them is really just enriching guys, enriching old guys. And they'll make up an excuse to attack a country, you know, so they can make money. It's fucking ridiculous. War is bad. It is. You only do it if you just can't reason with these people. And, and really, it, it's only justified when it's in defense. You know, like they come into your land and they're trying to displace you and fucking get rid of your way of life and replace it with their own. Yeah, you just show no mercy. But that's what we're doing to them. We call it bringing democracy. Man, we didn't fucking bring in democracy. No. You know. Iraq wanted to be Iraq. Afghanistan wanted to be Afghanistan. <laughs> North Vietnam wanted to be North Vietnam. They wanted to be communists. Who are we to go in there and tell them what they couldn't do? You know. It's just more ridiculous bullshit. Danny says, how about Danny Boyle making another 28 years later film? Yeah, I heard that was coming out. Can't wait for that flick. Hopefully it won't suck. Yeah, um, I don't know. I think it'll be good. I'm optimistic. We'll see how it goes. I love that they actually waited like actually 28 years. And then they're making 28 years later. Because they made 28 days later, the zombie movie. Then they made 28 weeks later. Yeah. Now they're making 28 years later. Actually 28 years later, which I thought was kind of Joseph cool. said, I found it hard to believe that Robert Duvall's character would put the soldiers' lives in peril just to serve. Uh, yeah, well, what they were trying to show is they were trying to show different kinds of people that are in wars. And Duvall's character, what's his name? Colonel, um, what was that guy's name? Oh shit, now I can't remember. This guy's name. I can't remember either. I'll probably think of it. They were trying to demonstrate a super soldier who could do all this shit and loved it. All right? And uh, he was just eating it up and um, he could kill the enemy, bring his men to victory, save enemy children and women and wish them... He, could, he was multitasking through the whole thing and uh, that he would go home totally unscathed. Um, and that he, he was like a total winner. But his Achilles heel was is that the war would eventually end. And when the war ended, his identity would be gone. That's why he said, you know, one day this war is going to end. And that's the end. He, 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 yeah, that was his whole that was his, Yeah, His whole identity all he was, was based around that. Right. Show. And in the long cut of the movie, Willard steals... That colonel's surfboard. Yeah. 
All right, and it had a first. That wasn't in the theatrical. It's not in the was it? Yeah. yeah, and it's because he was trying to emasculate him. He's like, oh yeah, that dude, he's a super soldier. Watch this, I'm gonna take his shit. He took his surfboard, and then they they hide it on the patrol boat, and they fucking go up river and they're hiding. And then for a couple scenes, you'd now hear helicopters flying overhead <laughs> with the colonel's voice going, "I'm not angry." Just please return the board. <laughs> there will be no retribution against you. Just please return my board. Yeah. Yeah. Because that was like his. That penis. was the only thing he that had. That was his penis. Extension. That was his penis. Yeah. <laughs> he emasculated it. I kind of wish they'd left that in. I mean, yeah. I know it's in the extended version, so yeah. we can still see it. They're hiding the boat. Yeah. And, they, and on top of the boat, they got the surf. On, on top of the boat, they got the surfboard tied up there. Yeah. And fucking like a trophy that they stole his shit. That sounds like some shit that I would do. Yeah. <laughs> like, look how much that dude loves his surfboard. Mm-hmm. That is like totally a dick surrogate. I'm taking it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Willard steals it just because he's got a wild hair. Yeah. He just sees the surfboard on the side of the chopper and he goes, get it, get it, get it. And they fucking run it. Yeah. And Lance, Lance the surfer, okay. he that, steals it. That too. sounds like some shit. Yeah. I they would, yeah, they, they just thought it was like a goof, like a big gag. Sure. And they try to escape with the surfboard. But he took it like way more seriously. Oh yeah, sure. I am not angry. I will not retaliate. Just please return the board. Yeah. He couldn't stand not having it. Please return my surfboard. <laughs> and it's a recording. It's just like, they're playing a recording out like where instead so of the funny. fucking ride That's of the Valkyries coming out of the helicopters, it was Kurtz, not Kurtz. What's his name? Fucking um, shit. What was his name? Oh man, I almost remembered it. I almost remembered what his name was. Uh, him begging for his for the return of his surfboard. I know. He says, so "I funny. ordered that." Uh, he says, "I ordered that from the United States. That was sent all the way from the United States. Special order." He's trying to make him feel bad. About yeah, it. yeah. It was like so funny. <laughs> Kilgore. Kilgore. That's right. Joseph Kilgore. says. Kilgore. Yeah, that's Thank right. You. Now Duvall said that he. I was, couldn't remember that either. This, Duvall said he he loved playing Kilgore. But he was disappointed that he didn't wasn't given enough time to get totally jacked. He was working out, but he wanted to gain like another twenty pounds of muscle on top of that. He wanted to be fucking a lot of V taper, fucking big upper body, but he didn't have the time because he knew he had to do shirtless uh, yeah. fucking scenes. He still looked pretty good though. He looked good. Yeah, I remember looking at him. Yeah. Yeah, Hugo said the DVD of Apocalypse Now, which we uh, we have the we have a Blu-ray, do we not? You have the Blu-rays, the, re- the Redux. Yeah, it's, uh comes from an extended, interesting version, about thirty minutes, thirty more minutes. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Worth watching. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what, what we're talking about. about. Um, and I think when we did the review, I think that's the version we reviewed. Yeah, it's the it, longer version. It also includes the French that had, that stayed behind. Remember the French? Yeah. Uh, the French were still fighting in a certain area there, protecting one of their little. Uh, um, protecting one of their little plantations and uh, Willard has dinner with them and hooks up with some chick French chick there and has sex with her and they smoke opium but during that during dinner he finds out the true history of Vietnam he didn't realize that the French were there for a long time yeah and that uh, that the whole thing was kind of corrupt yeah I th- like I said I think they took that whole sequence yeah. Yeah. Out of the theatrical version. Yeah, that's when Willard realized that the Americans were fighting for nothing. Yeah. Uh. I can see why they took it out. It was long. It was long. Yeah. But I think it kind of needed to be in there. Yeah. I think it kind of needed well, to be Well, it, it kind of showed that America wasn't there to win that war. Right. 
and they knew that they weren't there to win. It was just a project, make money. Yeah. So guys could get promoted. Guys yeah. in the military could get promoted. So like I said, it was an important scene. I can see why they took it out because of pacing yeah. uh, issues, but I think they probably should have left it in there, just like thematically, because it kind of made sense with the whole thing. But you know, what it, you know, what am I? Uh, Joe said, "Would an officer who did that get fragged?" No. No, fucking fragging happened in, in, in units that were fucking real low morale. Um, shit like air assault units, I was in one. They had a pretty high morale, and a lot of them were kind of borderline volunteers in there. They had a lot of esprit de corps. They didn't really, a lot of times, no, they wouldn't have fragged him. They wouldn't have fragged Kilgore. Um, really the best Vietnam movie, I haven't seen it in a long time, but when I was in service with the 101st Airborne Division, we saw a movie called Hamburger Hill, and they they captured it spot on. I kind of want to rewatch that. I, haven't I seen remember it in a long that time. being really good. Yeah, I haven't seen it in a long time. Yeah, though. and some of my senior squad leaders were in those battles. My first sergeant was on Hamburger Hill. He went up and down, went went up and down it twice, and he showed me a picture of all his friends, fucking dead, laying there on the flight line where they were fucking flying them out. He says that because that's all my friends that wiped out the whole platoon. He was a 60-gutter at that time. His name, his name was uh, uh, First Sergeant... Uh, fuck, pre what was his name? We called him Hard Rock. I can't remember what his name is. He's in my yearbook, though. Uh, but I forgot what his real last name was. Um, been a long time. He's a black guy. And fucking... He never could adapt to civilian life. He stayed in the military the whole time. He didn't want out. And that's just... Even, and I think he was drafted, and he didn't want it back out. Some dudes just take to it. Some guys, there's a love-hate relationship. Even Willard says it in the movie. He says when he was in Vietnam, all he thought about was going home. But when he got home, all he could think about was going back to Vietnam. Yeah. And he says, home is... I think I'm, that happened a lot. Yeah, and he's going like, uh, went home, and it, it, you know, he's, he's, the guys on the boat are talking about going back home, and Willard goes, yeah, they all want to go back home, but they don't realize that that's not there anymore. Home isn't there anymore. Because what you're imagining, you're imagining a fantasy life that you had before service back at the home. That life is gone. When you go back home, you're going to experience it very differently. So that's why a lot of guys stay in service. Some guys never really psychologically leave it. Yeah. Part of PTSD. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Because you get addicted to it. Yeah. Get addicted to really fucking high adrenaline rushes, lots of testosterone and stuff. <clears throat> That's why the suicide rate is high. Yeah. Because you're living way up here. And then all of a sudden you got to go back to regular life. You go, man, I'm Joe shit the rag man. I'm just Joe Snuffy. I'm nothing here. The world that I grew up in, it was back in a battlefield somewhere and I want to go back home with my friends. If they're not around anymore, that battlefield's gone. They kill them. They start drinking, then they kill themselves. Yeah, like I said, it happens a lot. Yeah. Tammy said, um, "I really liked Platoon. Was actually the first time I saw Willem Dafoe." Yeah. Yeah, that's a great movie. I think we reviewed that. Too. It's a good movie. Uh, it, it's a, it, it has a lot of artistic license taken in it. Sure. I think the guys that wrote it were in Vietnam. Uh, not totally accurate though. They're just trying to show you. Trying to give civilians a story. I remember, I haven't seen it forever, I remember Hamburger Hill being accurate. 
We should probably rewatch yeah. that because, like I said, I haven't yeah. seen it in a long time. I remember yeah. it being really good, but I haven't seen they it. They put every one of those dudes through basic training. So yeah. they basically were uh, air, uh, air assault infantry. They had all the skills. You could tell by the way they were handling weapons and everything that they, they were trained. And their lingo and how they talked and everything, that was, that, that was even in my era, we still spoke like that. And how they showed air assault operations. What infantry actually does when they're on the ground. It's, it's not Hollywood at all. But yeah. Well, like I said, you can't you know shit on movies too much for yeah. like oh it's not realistic because they're not trying to be realistic yeah they're just trying to tell a story they're just trying to tell a story yeah. and like an interesting story yeah that people but i remember watch. i remember seeing hamburger hill and that there was nothing wrong with it like everything was like yeah that's it like in hamburger in, in, in fucking um platoon they weren't wearing uniforms they were very rarely had any headgear on in other words there was no helmets or hats or anything and their hair was not cut right it was long that's not the way it actually looked you'll see photographs from vietnam of guys just in a t-shirt you know what i mean with no hat on or no helmet on but they're taking that photograph when they're when the patrol's over they're taking off all their gear and they're they're powering down they're not out in the field like that usually they were fucking they were fucking loaded for bear and wearing all their gear fucking flag vests fucking helmets but um, I remembered Hamburger Hill just being spot on. And everybody in my unit watched it. And they were like, oh, that was the best ever, the most accurate ever. You know, all the way down to the little details of how they wore things. You know, all their LCEs, their, their Alice gear. <coughs> how they handled weapons. You know, it was just like you were looking at real soldiers. Because they went through training. They said the training was rough. Dude, the guys that were in that, in that movie. Also, Joseph says the Brian De Palma movie Casualties of War was based on a true story. We should probably see that too, because I don't. It's one with Michael J. Fox, isn't it? I don't think I've ever seen. I think it's one with Michael J. Fox where they captured that girl and killed her. I think that's. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that was it was a crime that happened. Joseph also said, "Tom, was the boot camp portion of Full Metal Jacket accurate?" Well, that was that was uh, Marine Corps boot camp, and that would have been accurate for the time. Um. When I went in, I was at, went to Sand Hill in Fort Benning, Georgia. I was uh, Alpha 254, Alpha 2nd and 54th Infantry, which is a training unit. And it was wartime. It was the first Gulf War was going. War started, and then I joined. It was like something out of them. <clears throat> Looking back on it, it was like something out of that damn fucking movie with the bugs uh starship troopers oh okay just like that <laughs> yeah. um yeah our drill sergeants were fucking ferocious and the one that i had was his name drill sergeant howell and he was running it by himself for a while and then shiree came in and fucking pollock and then there were three of them on us but they were short of drill sergeants at that time so we had one for a while it was running him ragged and Howell was this Six foot two black dude who ended up coming to, to Korea with us at, after we got a basic. Howell showed up to Korea and they, he made him a damn squad leader. So it was a trip to see your platoon sergeant in your unit as a as a as a squad leader. It was fucking great to see him. He ended up being a preacher. Last I checked, he's a fucking minister. I think in Georgia. Um, he was fucking ferocious, man. 
uh, and funny as fuck. It is a lot like what you saw in Full Metal Jacket because that was Lee Ermey, and yeah. Lee Ermey was a drill sergeant. Yeah, and he. Uh, but that was more of a Marine style. It was worse actually than what you saw in Full Metal. That because they're just showing you. <laughs> One thing that that drill sergeant did, you know, making dudes choke themselves and fuck up. Yeah, they did, they did things like that uh, back in 1990 during wartime. What they can't express to you is how tired you are. I mean, we were waking up with nosebleeds from iron deficiency. They're not feeding you much. They're just running you into the ground. They're running you through this training course. And it's absolutely ruthless. And they're not letting anybody sleep. You're constantly pulling fire watch duty and if a dude fucks up they wake up everybody in the middle of fucking night to do bear crawls and fucking crab crawls across the fucking the fucking dorm we call it a dorm we call it barracks uh yeah dudes got beat up they fucking threw a fucking mattress on top of Sturchio and fucking everybody jumped up and down on him um because he ate cake they found him he ate cake he ate two cakes so it became cake day (laughs) <laughs> yeah we went to the chow line and he got a cake and he put a fucking bowl over it soup bowl over it so you couldn't see it and asked for another cake <laughs> he got two cakes and drill sergeant saw that so he said Sturgio decided to eat cake twice he got it to today it's cake day y'all are fucked up y'all can't cake you know just it just it mass punishment um yeah <laughs> cake day cake day Kick day lasted about fucking six hours. <laughs> Fuck, man. Sturgio got beat up for that. But Sturgio ended up being a good dude later on. Because they, they sent the whole platoon to Korea. We were a co- we were what was called a cohort platoon. They didn't spread it they didn't break us apart. After you got out of basic training, they sent the whole platoon as a as a packet of replacements to a in in my case, first in the five oh six air assault infantry, Camp Greaves, Korea. At that time, the 506 was in 2nd Infantry Division. But it had been on loan from the 101st Airborne Division for about 30, 40 years. It's now back with the 101st where it belonged. But in those days, it was with the 2nd ID. And after I did in, did a year in Korea, they sent us all from anybody who came from 1st and 506, unless there's special circumstance. Anybody who came out of 506 went to, went to Fort Campbell and became part of the 101st. Some dudes went to ranger school, though, and um, went to 75th Infantry with ranger regiments. That was fucking bad shit, man. That was in the back in the day when an army ranger was a fucking psycho. Crazy. You're basically volunteering to go to a concentration camp. When you come out of ranger school, you're going to be a fucking skinny, wiry, half-starved skull people. We call them skull people because they come back and they just, their head just look like skulls. Because uh, it's not about building you up or making you strong. It's one long nut check to see how much punishment you can take. It's food and sleep deprivation. And you got to run combat patrols in different environments. Um, you got to know everything about defense. Call for fire, you know, which is mortar, airstrikes, and fucking artillery. It's just basic infantry. Basic infantry skills. It's just that the... The difficulty is like on fucking 10. They just maximize the difficulty on everything by denying you sleep and denying you food. The whole thing is to try to make you quit. It's not to make you stronger or make you into a fucking Superman. It's just uh, a nut check. They want to see if you'll quit. 
The only dudes that will not quit are guys that are basically fucking suicidal. You know, uh, they want a dude that will fall on his own sword, basically. But how do you do that and get? And some dudes died during training. Uh, they made it fucking easier over time, though. But there were guys that were dying from hypothermia and exhaustion. It's not what it used to be. I've been hearing it now where females, two females passed it. It had to have been fucking rigged. Or it was, because dudes couldn't pass it. You'd have fucking, out of 100 strong dudes, only 30 would pass it. It was just unbelievable misery. Hugo says, what is your view on Paths of Glory? Have you seen that? I haven't seen that one. All right, talk some more. I got a piece. Yeah, yeah. Talk some more. I got a piece. <laughs> the Deer Hunter has some memorable... Uh, yeah. I remember liking the Deer Hunter. It had some good scenes. I don't know how accurate they were. Probably pretty accurate, maybe, but the POW scenes. One of the ones I liked that had Christopher Walken in it, though, was Dogs of War. <laughs> and it was a story about a mercenary. And there's fucking some kind of accurate shit in that for the era. Um, where fucking Walken plays this mercenary and he gets involved with these other guys. And one of the dudes in his unit was a Frenchman who played Belloc in fucking Raiders of the Lost Ark. He's in it. And uh, they're going to Africa to uh, overthrow a government there and get like uh, another guy installed. That was that was basically what that one was about. There were some things about it that were kind of hokey. Walken did not make a really good fucking soldier or mercenary in it in a certain way. He was kind of like uh, odd. He was a little odd. He'd yell a lot when it really wasn't called for. But it, there was something kind of odd about the way he played that character where I liked it. it. Came off kind of being a little bit of a psycho. But I don't think it was intended. I think it was just that Walken really was... <laughs> you know how Walken is. Walken's fucking silly, man. But I, I liked Dogs of War. That was pretty cool. I liked that as well. Yeah, it was an odd flick. <laughs> I haven't seen the Deer Hunter in a long time. I, you know what? I don't yeah. think we we didn't review the Deer Hunter, did uh, we? No, I haven't seen it in a long time. I wouldn't mind seeing that again. I really yeah. like that movie, actually. Yeah, but it's been a while since I've seen it. Been a while. Uh, all right, it's almost eleven. Yeah, it's almost eleven. It's almost time. I'm getting hungry. Yeah, me too, Garna. Yeah. <laughs> me too, Garna. All right, so I guess we're gonna wrap it up for the evening. Oh, he's taking the wig yeah, off. Yeah, I'm going bald. I'm going bald again. Oh no! I got so used to you like having the hair on. Now you it's just like... want me to have that hair on and jump in bed with you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll probably get my mouth and stuff. You get that shit in your mouth. You get other things in your mouth. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, you know how that goes. Yeah. But uh. <laughs> oh, Danny says, "Where's that raccoon commercial?" Uh, where is it? It's down here somewhere. There it is. Where is that raccoon? There we go. <laughs> That's just for you. All right, so um, so we're gonna wrap it up for this evening, Friday night. We're gonna go have something to eat, get some butter chicken, get some butter chicken, and uh, you know, then we're gonna do some shit over the weekend, have a good time, whatever. So we'll be back Monday evening doing a movie review. I don't know what movie it's gonna be because we haven't watched it yet, but 
you'll find out when we do. So that should be fun. But thank you everybody for coming and hanging out with us this Friday evening. Thanks for your super chats and all of that. Uh, we will see you guys again on Monday night. Good.